1: And now Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Wednesday, September
0: 30th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, five people were shot on a front porch in the city's Logan section late Tuesday night, according to Philadelphia police. It happened at about 11:51 p.m. on the 4500 block of North 19th Street. Police say five people, ranging in age from 28 to 56 years old, were hanging out on the front porch of the house when the shots rang out. All five men were hit and ran into the house for help. Police drove three victims to the hospital, and another two were taken by private vehicles. Four of the men are in stable condition, while one is in critical condition after being shot in the stomach. Police are still searching for the gunman. They believe there is one shooter and that there was no confrontation before the shooting, uh, just that somebody walked up and started firing at people on the porch, police say. Can you imagine that? No, crazy. Officials in North Philadelphia say a swimmer drowned at the 18th Street Beach on Tuesday afternoon. Fire, police, and rescue units were deployed to the beach at 3 o'clock after a 911 call reporting four swimmers in distress. According to the North Wildwood Fire Department, crews were able to help three swimmers get out of the water. The swimmers were then transported to Cape Medical Regional Center to be evaluated. A fourth swimmer was found face down in the water. Life-saving measures were performed, but authorities say the individual died at the hospital. The victim has not been identified yet. Police in Plymouth Township are searching for two women wanted in connection with a vandalism incident at the site of a memorial for a fallen police officer. On September 26th at 3.24 p.m., video captured Two women stopped at the memorial site along the Schuylkill River Trail, honoring fallen police township, uh, Plymouth Township officer Brad Fox, who was killed in the line of duty in 2012. In the video, you can see one of the two women uh, at the memorial. She takes the flag that's hanging there, she pulls it out, and she throws it in the weeds nearby before taking off. Brad, a former Marine who served two tours of duty in Iraq, was killed on September 13th, 2012 while pursuing a suspect involved in a hit and run. He was shot and later died at the hospital. Brad's parents are trying to make sense of the vandalism. That flag didn't just represent Brad. That represents all police officers who protect all of us every day, said Brad's mother, Kathy Fox. It's not clear if the same women are behind the anti-police graffiti written on the memorial benches, but the Fox family says this will not take away from the money they've raised in their son's name to help their community. I hope they get caught. Maybe they'll realize what this means to a lot of people and not just my family, but all of these officers, Kathy said. Anyone with information on the two women is asked to contact the Plymouth Township Police Department. And
3: it's a uh, particularly beautiful Setup that they have there with the benches and you know you can obviously yeah, it's whole, right along it, it's the trail. Nice, yeah.
2: Um, he was killed on the trail, right?
3: In proximity to I, it, I think he was. Yeah. I think he was
2: pursuing him on the trail, and the guy ended up climbing up a tree and shot down at him uh, and and his police dog, uh, which I think is why that memorial is there. Yeah, but uh, absolutely ridiculous. So if you recognize the women in the video, uh, you're being asked to contact the Plymouth Township Police Department. In sports this morning. Hey! The Tennessee Titans closed their facilities until Saturday after three players and five team personnel members tested positive for COVID-19. The, the eight new positive tests were confirmed after additional testing. In a statement, the Titans said out of the abundance of caution, the organization has decided to work remotely today as we follow NFL protocols related to the COVID-19 virus. The Minnesota Vikings, who played the Titans on Sunday, did the same, though the team said there were no positive tests through yesterday morning. Eagles tight end Dallas Godert has a broken ankle, according to the Enquirer's McLean, but the severity of the fracture is unknown. Uh, Goddard, who leads, Goddard. The, got oh. home. Right. down yes, you did. Uh, who leads <laughs> the Eagles with 138 receiving yards? Got hurt in the first quarter of the Bengals of game Sunday. He, he was injured catching a what?
4: Of course, he did. Of course he got hurt. Of course he broke his ankle. The whole freaking team is injured. He
2: was injured catching a pass over the middle from Carson Wentz and didn't return uh, to the game. Doug Peterson called it a lower body injury. Uh, If he goes on the injured reserve this week, he'd likely be out until the Giants game at the link on October 22nd. And Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban picked up St. Joe's alum Delonte West at a Dallas gas station and is attempting to help the homeless former NBA player get his life back on track. West's family and friends have been trying to get West to go to a drug rehabilitation facility, and Cuban has offered to pay for his treatment. Cuban is among several people involved in the NBA who in recent years have been attempting to help West, who publicly uh, discussed his diagnosis of bipolar disorder during his NBA career. West is 37 years old. He averaged 9.7 points and 3.6 assists per game over eight NBA seasons while playing for four franchises and last played for the Mavericks in 2012. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright,
0: thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, welcome to Wednesday morning with the uh, President Steve Show. We have a lot of stuff planned Today, in fact, a complete and total detailed breakdown of the presidential debate last Absolutely. night. Absolutely, yeah. everything you that. need to. <laughs> sweet, to as soon as possible.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was talking to uh, members of uh, one of our sister stations. Said you're going to talk about. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Uh, no, no. <laughs> Poor thought. We, we uh, <laughs> it, like sunlight to vampires. We're going to talk about.
0: Uh, we're going to talk about space and dwarfism and good stuff. Uh, yeah. October madness and uh, food and.
4: Bud Light Seltzer. Yeah, we got a, a secret text seltzer. word
0: and stuff. So, uh, actually, we have a bunch going on today. So, we're going to have... Derek Pitts, chief astronomer of the Franklin Institute on. We love talking
3: to Derek. We could talk forever with him, man. What I do every time in preparation of Derek Pitts, I kind of keep a log of questions I want to oh. ask someone who knows this stuff. Yeah. And I dip into it. You never get to all of them. You never. And yes. Yeah. And there's just so many of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So we'll, we'll talk to uh, Derek in the 9 o'clock hour as well. As, and I wasn't kidding about dwarfism. No. Brad Williams, comedian. He's a, he's a dwarf. He's a little person and is great friend of the show. And Casey got uh, late word yesterday that he was interested in coming on because apparently there's a story out that they medically they may be able to uh keep dwarfism from happening from occurring. In, in new children. Right. And so uh, some f- call it a cure. Some call it unethical. So we don't know where Brad lies, oh. but he wanted to talk about it. Do you so. know, what this
3: reminds me of it's sort of the debate within the deaf community with yeah. cochlear implants. Yes, exactly that sort of thing. You some
0: know? some see it as an affront yeah. to the uh, the the lifestyle the, the the people that live with uh, with deafness, and others see it as a you know a, a, essentially a cure. So. It's a bit controversial, but we'll see where Brad falls on that. I don't know. That's as controversial as we get. Yeah. He'll be getting in touch with us as well in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, We also have Fox Good Day, which we do on Wednesdays, including a secret text word. So a chance for you in a digital download of the crime thriller Most Wanted. Uh, So get ready to go. Actually, you can go ahead and text word secret right now. 39333. Bounce a word back to you. Ask you to call in with that later on this morning. Designated caller wins, and we'll grab a random texture as well. And the Bud Light Platinum event Thursday night huddle is happening again, so we have some uh, grub brought by uh, from JT Brewski's Pub in Telco. Well, didn't you have one of
3: your greatest concerts there? Or am it I was cr- the it was the the last concert. Oh, your that's right. Yeah. yeah, it was the last walls. Was for it? Really or... That was a great night for yeah. Saint.
0: We had a great time that night. Uh, So anyhow, they are stopping by, and you can get entered to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve Show. It's going to be me
4: tomorrow night. (laughs) No kidding.
0: We had uh, Marissa and Nick do it last time. They said they had a great
5: time. It was so So. much fun. Casey, I'm looking forward to it for you. You're going to enjoy it.
0: All right. So uh, get on that. Make sure you enter to win. You can do it at WMMR.com. So we have these things and more. Uh, Coming up through the course of the show, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We have two people from the '70s who were uh, famous musicians who passed away. It's sad news. I'm going to cover both of those when we get back in a little bit, as well as some other stuff. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places.
0: There's no better time to say I love you, and there's no better time to get engaged. Steven Singer's team of real experts are ready to help. I hate IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the
7: Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: So let's see if we can get a winner with a stupid question. We have a $50, $50 dining uh Credit and also an overnight stay at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Atlantic City. The question I have for you concerns the Venus de Milo. Yes. On which Greek island was it discovered in 1820? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The Venus de Milo, the statue. On which Greek island was it discovered in 1820? Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for that answer. Today is Wednesday, September 30th. And turning 45 years old today would be Marion Cotillard, the actress She's um, good. Inception, Contagion,
3: Dark Knight Rises and so on. Did you see the uh, the flip in the Dark Knight Rises when uh, I mean a spoiler alert, but uh, <laughs> did you see her character the, the the change when you find out what her story really is? The
0: change. I don't, it's been so, you know what? Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I don't remember. I think
3: th- so. Let me just say, as far as those things go, where they pull one on you, where you go, Oh my God, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that one coming.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, she's a she's oh. a lovely actress. Uh, and another lovely actress, Monica Bellucci. Oh, yeah. Love her, man. is uh, celebrating her birthday today, too. Yeah, she's 56. Got to know her in The Matrix Reloaded. Passion of the Christ. Uh, that is correct. Uh, the brother's Grimm. She is 56, like I said. Jenna Elf- Sally Christ. Uh, Jenna Elfman from Dharma and Greg fame is 49.
3: Haven't seen her in anything in a while. She actually was on a show as a recurring character fairly recently, and I forget what it was. Okay. She was on like that to- Madam
5: Secretary show, wasn't she?
3: Well, yeah. she might. Oh, no, no, no.
5: I, I always get her confused with Taya Leone. Uh, yep. She
4: was in Fear the Walking Dead, or, um, yeah, she is. Well. She she showed, I don't know, how far into that show did you make it? Oh, I didn't make it at all. Okay. Fear of the Walking Dead? No. Yeah, so it's wild I didn't because. I Walking Dead. You know, Fear of the Walking Dead starts in, like, Southern California, ends up in Mexico, then ends up in the desert-ish somewhere. Uh, I believe they're in, like, Texas, Oklahoma, where I'm at right now. And so she eventually shows up. Mm-hmm. And, it, and so they do
3: a lot of traveling in that show. It's like their lifestyles so with the rich and walking. Well, dead. what's
4: what? And so there has been a crossover. So one character from Walking Dead is now in Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm only that far. I have right. no idea like where that person ends up, and you know well, it's all your that. Birthday. Yeah, it yeah. is.
2: <laughs> I liked Starman and Greg, though. I got into that show a little bit. It was cute. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I, and I liked her too. So the movie that I really liked her in was uh, Keeping the Faith. It was uh, her and Ben Stiller, and that's a fun movie. And. uh... Ed Norton. Ed Norton, yeah. Uh, It was cute. It was a rom-com. So anyhow, she's 49 today. Eric Stoltz uh, from uh, Pulp Fiction and Mask and uh, lots of stuff throughout the years. Was the original Marty in, uh,
3: wasn't he? Yes, Yes, he was. And footage footage, uh, apparently exists. Back to the Future. Same kind of wonderful.
4: Yeah, there's a documentary about that, Back to the Future, by the way, Steve. I don't know if you've seen it. I have, yeah. It's either on uh, Netflix or Amazon Prime, but they do have footage of him uh, as
0: Marty McFly, which is it's just weird looking. yeah. he's 59 today. Fran Drescher, oh. the nanny is uh, 63 years old today. I um, used
8: to she
2: used to be like a Sandra Bullock for me.
3: I couldn't, couldn't I just stand her.
2: I just couldn't stand her. like I know people thought the voice was funny, but like I it was like nails on a chalkboard.
3: <laughs> I always liked her. Uh, she was in a whole bunch of crappy movies like Dr. Detroit and she's also hilarious in spinal tap. And I thought um, that Nanny was fairly amusing. When you backed up when she
0: backed off the voice, you realized how pretty yeah, right, yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, do you remember Cadillac Man? She was yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she uh she's got some talent. She's sixty three today, had great success with that show. Uh Barry Williams, Greg Greg frickin' Brady. Oh! Is sixty six years old today. Last I saw of him was in that uh, show where they refabbed or re- refurbished the, the Brady house. house. Yeah, it was actually a really fun
3: show to watch. And he's he wrote one of our favorite ballads, Casey. Oh uh, my God. You, you got to play that. Oh sure, sure, sure. You got to give me. It's a just, second. <laughs> it's a gorgeous song about clowns and beanstalks. Yes, he- and uh, ponies. Yes. And well, how does
0: it start? Ponies never ran no, Clowns never, never laughed before. before. Beanstalks, Beanstalks never, never grew. grew. <laughs>
9: Ponies
4: Ooh. never ran before.
6: <laughs> uh,
3: Till it's I met you. Cute. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, he's good. <laughs> God, he <laughs> actually is a, like, a... In residence in Branson Missouri mm-hmm. he has a continuing show that goes on and on and on and people apparently love it and Johnny Bravo was his
0: rock star that's right uh, and you know why he got right. that because he the jacket he fit, fit the jacket mm-hmm. Preston. him yeah, I remember that and it was like a it was like a matador's jacket it was <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Uh so anyhow oh what ba- is, what would it be underground? Just keep Green? looking. Yeah. Uh Barry Williams is sixty six today. Uh Angie Dickinson. Oh man. Uh huh. Used to be was police woman was her show back in the seventies, he- right? Absolutely. Uh she
3: was uh married to Burt Backrack for a long time. Mm-hmm. Super hot. She was sort of a female component of the rat pack. She's eighty nine today. Johnny Mathis, the great singer, chances are Misty.
0: Um the uh, the Christmas song. That's right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's see, he, You know. He's had a lot of hits over the years. He's eighty five. Uh, Casey knows this, of course. It's Trey and Stasio's birthday. Oh, I
3: didn't know that. I you had no know what idea. song he covered? He covered that "Clowns Never Left Oh, oh my god, yeah. I would love he should. That. Oh my god, would that be great?
0: In uh, a fish concert? Wouldn't that be hard awesome? to go nuts? <laughs> uh, so Trey is fifty six today. Uh, Case, don't kill yourself looking for that if you can't uh, well, find I'm it. Well, I'm now a med because now you're skid- now you're missing playing a little piece of music for Trey because yes. you're looking for that thing. Come nah, on, man. Uh, no,
4: nah, that's right. We don't have to play
0: any Trey today. All right, Lacey Chabert, hey, love hey. Lacey, Lacey Chabert. Chabert of the Hallmark Channel. God, there are so many movies
3: that she is in on that show. On she's that one, of yeah. one of my favorites. One of my favorites. the one I really love is where she's a tour guide in Italy and uh you know she's so passionate about the holidays in italy uh-huh. that she she uh, loses her job because she spends too much time with her clients and guess what she meets a guy no yeah there's romance involved <laughs> mm. uh she's got
0: that little lift i love it uh that uh, I love is it. adorable so she's 38 today. Kieran Calkin, the yeah. brother of Macaulay Calkin. Awesome on Succession. Uh, yeah, he's uh, 38
5: years old today. That is correct. Succession yeah, so. is
0: one of his uh, shows.
5: Yeah, Casey and, and Kathy were talking yesterday about a scene in season one that's just disgusting. And yeah. uh, <laughs> there's no avoiding what he's doing. But he's, uh, he's saluting New York City from high above the city. And uh, he just <laughs> says You know, yeah, he's greening I'll I'll Scott Pilgrim.
0: Yep, he's great in that one. Yep, he is uh, 38 today. Tony Hale from Arrested Development and Veep. And Forky. Uh He's, oh, he's really? the voice of
5: Forky. Yeah, in uh, Toy Story 4, yeah. All right. Uh, he's 50 today.
2: I didn't, Forky got a lot of it. I mean, he was the new character in, in Toy Story 4, but, like, I I see Forky stuff all over the place still. Really? really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, my uh, so a friend of mine just had a Toy Story birthday party for her, <laughs> uh, her son, and Forky was, uh, like, the main character, and uh, I believe he's going to be Forky for Halloween. That's awesome. I
4: mean, like, the, the evil Knievel was, I thought, way better than The character. Reeves character yeah, yeah. was
3: hilarious. But th- actually, that movie could have stunk, and it's really good. It's really well done. By the way, the
0: family of Evil Knievel is trying to sue them for really? that portrayal. Are uh, you serious? Yep, oh, I saw, wow. read that the other day. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Tony Hill's 50. Ezra Miller, who is now the Flash in yeah. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice and Justice League. Uh, I liked their take on uh, The Flash. He's awkward and funny. I thought it was great. There's yep. actually
3: a scene that's going back into the Zack Snyder Justice League uh, that's a whole rescue scene with him as The Flash that you never saw in the original release. Uh, so, he's got his own movie
0: that they're working on. He is 28 today. And then the last birthday is Casey's wife, Diane. Hey! Hey! Celebrates her birthday today, so Celebrates My wife! Love! <laughs> so happy birthday to Diane. So, the music you hear on the Preston and Steve show this morning will spell out Diane's name, her title, and that is uh, why we started with Drown from Smashing Pumpkins.
3: Of course, there is a lovely ballad about clowns and being Clowns yes. never laughed before. This is her birthday
5: present. never grew. Ponies never
8: ran before <laughs> till I met you.
0: All right, happy if birthday. Surf oh. never <laughs> broke before. Oh, surf never broke. broke before. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah.
8: And art is never true.
0: All right, what what happens next? What do you think Uh, Tricycles never rolled (laughs) before before? It's got to be something
4: incredibly Um, lame
0: Yeah Yeah. something yeah uh, Uh, Well
4: hang on can we uh, I just want to hear the the lead up line to it again Artists
3: never true Pokers never Turned tricks before (laughs) (laughs) What rhymes are true
8: Snow (laughs) never fell before Uh, Till I met
0: you uh,
8: My dream came true
0: Oh here's the bridge My dream came true. Every new this exists. The world
8: spins, my life begins
0: as
4: I met you. Uh, I don't know if that's actually, because it says original singer. On our how it's labeled, so that's not great. I don't think it's
3: Barry Williams. Okay, all
0: right. Uh, Anyhow, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question: On what island? I just threw the
9: card away. (laughs) The hell, the Venus de
0: Milo found? No, it's pretty easy. Uh, I will go uh, to Cindy see if she knows. Hey, Cindy, how you doing? I'm doing great.
9: Good morning. All right,
0: good morning to you. We're doing well. So, what island did they find the Venus de Milo?
9: Milo. Yeah.
0: Uh, Need us uh, at Milo's. Yeah, exactly. Cindy! All
9: right, hang
0: on a second, Cindy. <laughs> Cindy! I, I didn't even think about that. It's a whole Cindy! Brady Bunch whole... thing. Bobby!
8: <laughs> Cindy!
0: All right, Cindy, since you got that right, we're going to give you a $50 <laughs> dining credit and an overnight stay at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Atlantic City, winner of 17 Best Gaming Awards in, in uh, Casino Player Magazine, including Best Suites. Best spa and favorite casino resort, indoor and outdoor dining is now available. You can get fall escape rates at the hotel starting in $79. And that's Sunday through Thursday. So visit Hard Rock Hotel Atlantic uh, Let's start with this. NBC has reached a settlement with former America's Got Talent judge, Gabrielle Union. Uh, following her claims of uh, onset toxic behavior, health violations,
3: and racism. They didn't mention any number, did they? I didn't see any number. Yeah. Uh,
0: Union was ousted as a judge from the Simon Cowell-produced show, and in May, she claimed that it was done as retribution after she complained about Cal's smoking onset and uh, racism that took place. And in June, uh, she filed a harassment complaint against H E D H E T and NBC while an internal investigation was never formalized. Uh, Changes were made in how uh, complaints are reported to
3: HR in the future. I just, I I am so tuned out on shows like that, these entertainment and talent shows. Uh, You know, what, 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 is it on right now? Is it coming
5: back on? What's the status of AGT? Oh, they were running some best of stuff because... uh, Is that what that was? Yeah, Dornbos was on again, um, but it was old clips. All right. But yeah, Steve, I, I... at this point, I don't know what the standing is for the next season. So she got a uh, she got a settlement. Don't know what uh,
0: what the amount was in that. Uh, while Jennifer Aniston has a wildly successful career for almost three decades in Hollywood, most recently the Apple Plus uh, on in Apple Plus is the Morning Show. With that, she almost walked away. Aniston spoke about the uh, smart or on the Smart Less podcast in a talk with co-hosts Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. Uh, She said, I would have to say the last two years, that has crossed my mind. Walking Uh, off the show? Yep, which it never did before.
2: The show Uh, or or just in general?
0: From acting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, She said, an unprepared project, she revealed, sucked the life out of me. I don't know uh, if this is what interests me, she recalled thinking, so... What would a runner-up uh, choice of career be? She said interior design. She said, I love it. It's my happy place. It's a really happy place
3: for me. I wonder if you're somebody like that. So like Orson Welles, his first movie was Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, that you have that masterpiece. Her first movie Leprechaun mm-hmm. where do you go after that right right looking back she also revealed her
0: favorite project she said i loved obviously friends that's a no brainer i would have to say that that would be number 1 and her favorite co-star she said i always love shooting with adam sandler uh, just go with it. it was super fun we've known each other since we were 19 uh, the two also co start in Murder Mystery and have another project together that is coming up.
3: Adam Sandler works well with a whole bunch of people. He has a loyal group, sort of a troupe that perform with him all the time. And people love to be on his movies. Apparently, it's a great experience. Uh, Chrissy Teigen
0: has undergone multiple blood transfusions after sure. being hospitalized for pregnancy complications. On Tuesday, she shared an update with fans on Twitter. Uh, she said, just had a really scary morning. Huge clot Almost save-worthy. The scramble to hear the heartbeat seemed like hours. I never thought I'd uh, relief sigh so much in my life. Uh, She spoke out on transfusions, too. She said, I got some blood from somebody. So if you donate blood, it goes to actual people, people that might be me, the mother of two shared. I kind of feel like I definitely have somebody else inside me right now, which is an odd feeling to have. So keep that in mind. When you go to donate blood... It's important. There are a lot of uh, different recipients out there. Yeah. All right, here's a couple of sad stories. We'll begin with this. Canadian singer Helen Reddy died at the age of 78. Uh, She passed away yesterday. She'll forever be remembered for her string of 15 top 40 hits, including her signature 1972 chart topper, I Am Woman. So what was she... Born in Canada and moved to Australia? I think it was the other way around. Okay. Was it? Uh, so. Steve, did you reference
5: her two days ago? I did. That's yeah. bizarre. Uh, th- we were talking, there's actually a movie. a movie we yeah. were talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. And she was it. in it? Well, it's her That's life. About yeah, yeah. Because when you said that, those two words, I didn't understand the reference right away. And then right. I, it was one of those jokes that you make that I laugh later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this movie just okay. came out, and I
3: assume that she was one of the producers of it. It's wow. her life.
0: Uh, I don't know. She had been suffering from dementia, so uh, probably not. Uh, so uh, she also had two other number ones, which were Delta Dawn in 1973 and 1974's Angie Baby. I remember, I remember those
1: both those songs. Clearly
0: being all over the radio. Delta
3: the Dawn, what's that flower you
0: have on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? You
8: guys remember this? No. No. And did I
3: hear you say... She was meeting you here today to take you to that mansion in the sky. She's 41 and her daddy still calls a baby. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Hey, hey, I baby.
8: love how you ask,
2: do you remember that as all three of us look at you oh, yeah, like, Deer yeah. headlights.
0: There go the geezers again.
5: Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. It's fun.
0: And then Angie baby, I knew well
3: cuz my
0: sister's name is Angie. Yeah. yeah, oh my god, that's right, yeah. And oh. uh,
3: she was that? like a lunatic in that song.
0: Yeah, and like uh had something had to do with the volume of the music yeah. and and, mm-hmm. and she would uh I I forgot the story. Living in a world of make-believe. Yeah, it was weird. All right. Anyway, uh, she was the first Australian to win a Grammy and to host her own weekly
3: variety show on American TV. And that song hit at the time, and it was a gigantic hit because I think the ERA movement was hitting its stride. So there was a confluence of things that just made her like a megastar quickly. Uh, No
0: Cause of death was given, but like I said, she was diagnosed with dementia in 2017. Uh, she officially retired from showbiz in 2002, although she briefly returned to performing between 2012 and 2015. Last month saw the release of the critically acclaimed biopic called I Am Woman starring okay. uh, Unju Moon. Uh, an, unoffic- an official statement from the family, uh, her children, uh, Tracy and Jordan, said she was a wonderful mother, grandmother, and truly formidable woman. Our hearts are broken, uh, but we take comfort in the knowledge that her voice will live on forever. And, Steve, I forgot about this. She was in the movie Airport 75. Yes. She was the singing nun. She's the one. Is the character they based off of Airplane. Yep. A, Get it. Exactly. The guitar. That was a spoof oh. on some? That's a yes. spoof on oh, Airport 75.
3: They're transporting Linda Blair mm-hmm. in Airport 75. <laughs> okay, see, I never and saw so that. Helen so. Reddy goes back with the guitar and sings the song, <laughs> and that's what Airplane wow, okay. has a spoof with. <laughs> Only it was Vicky from The Love Boat. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she kept knocking her IV out with the guitar.
0: <laughs> My son recently, Carter, was like, you know, I should watch this movie. I'm like, yes, watch it. And that part is on, and he's going, I just hear him in the other room going oh my god <laughs> yeah oh my god because she knocks the IV yeah. out of her arm and she starts having seizures and stuff uh by the way i am woman of course was her biggest hit and it was used in uh films and television series in a 2012 interview uh ready cited the gigantic success of i am woman as one of the reasons that she stepped out of public life she said that was one of the reasons i stopped singing was when i was shown a modern american history high school textbook And a whole chapter on feminism and my name and lyrics were in the book. And she said, and I thought, well, I'm part of history now, and how do I top that? I can't top that, so it was an easy withdrawal. So, Uh, But uh, sad news at uh, at 78 years old. Yeah. And and, and then another one. And Steve and I, and you guys will roll your eyes at this one, too. (laughs) But Steve and I referenced from time to time Mac Davis, singer, songwriter, He's also 78 years old and passed away. He had a heart attack in Nashville. Do you guys
3: know Mac Davis? I know him because of you guys. Okay. Yeah. So, he, he did a lot with Elvis, right? Uh, he, he did. He's a songwriter. He wrote In the Ghetto, which is one of my right. favorite songs. Great Steve, song. he also wrote A Little Less Conversation. Yes, he did. There's wow. a great song from Elvis.
0: Uh, and he wrote Don't Cry Daddy and Memories. All hits for Elvis, by the way. So Just keep it friendly. Now, this was his hit. This is Baby Don't Get Hooked yeah. on Me. Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me. Uh, which was don't a number one hit me. in 1972 for three weeks. Steve and I will give it to you again. Here we go. Baby, baby, don't get looked on me.
8: Baby, baby.
0: He also, did Stop and Smell the Roses, didn't he? He did. Uh, he also had One Hell of a Woman and Rock and Roll. I gave you the best years of my life. And Man. those were all top 10 and songs. And Butthole Boogie. And Butthole Boogie.
4: What about I Believe in Music? I oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. believe
8: you have that? in music. Yeah.
0: I believe in music. I believe in love. Get me on. I so he was. He was kind of this country crossover, uh, adult contemporary and country crossover guy. He
3: had a couple of movies. He was in the movie North Dallas 40. He was yes. also in the sequel to The Sting, Sting 2, which didn't do quite as well. Electric Boogaloo? Yeah, I know. Jackie Gleason was in that one. He did a couple other movies as well.
0: Nick, pull up his IMDb because there's. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, of a movie you guys would probably know him from. Oh, and it's it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't. Recall it, so Nick's gonna have to pull that up. But yeah, he um, he was he he had his own TV show. I mean, everybody in the '70s, if you had a hit song, they gave you a show. They gave you a summer replacement show. show. Uh, Hang on a second, he was in SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, Hang on a second here, Uh, he did some kids' show stuff. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, Hang on, Steve, because I gotta (laughs) find this movie. It was on Webster. Was he on Webster? (laughs) No doubt. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's see here. That seventy show, of course, he would show up on that. Um, I'm not seeing what I'm looking for, but anyhow, uh, yeah, he, he was he was all over the place in the 1970s. He was a uh, he was a voice on uh, King of the Hill from time to
3: time, so he was he was still working. He was doing. And if you've never seen North Dallas Forty, it's actually a uh, it's, it's it's about football case, yep. and it's yeah. it's it's behind the scenes. That's the um, Nick
5: Nolte one, right? Yes, yeah, yeah that's a great
3: movie. it's yeah, it's it's well done. All right, so
0: sad news for two 1970s uh, singers and songwriters. Uh, Let me see what else I have here for you. Uh, Naya Rivera's sister, uh, Nicalia, I guess is how you say her name, is showing up for her family and not trolls on her Instagram. Uh, The 25-year-old's decision to move in with her late sister's ex, Ryan Dorsey, to help him raise her nephew, Josie, has been questioned on social media. So she's moved in with her... Late sister's ex, and they're going. Hmm. Um,
3: I, I don't know. I um, yeah. I don't know enough about the story to to whom um, it. But <laughs> it it's interesting. Yeah. So Nicalia Ryan and his
0: parents are raising the five year old Josie together after Naya drowned in Lake Piru at age uh, thirty three. So
3: do you know any case or anybody? You know, it happens occasionally where um, somebody will pass in a relationship and a sibling of. That person who uh, passes will hook up with that person. Yeah, yeah, the,
0: yeah, the I, surviving I member. Don't, I don't know anybody, but I have heard of that happening before. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Battlestar Galactica star Nikki Klein defended herself and wife Allison Max' devotion to the sex cult Nexium. Oh, wow. There's not a lot to defend there. Speaking to CBS's this morning, she said it's very unfortunate the way that the word "nexium" has been applied and is now synonymous with the term sexual cult, which I don't even know how to define what that is. Well, it's a cult
3: <laughs> where you he- you have sex with the leader yes. of the cult. <laughs> the charismatic leader. Uh, charismatic, he- though, I
4: mean. He
3: is. He would convince these people to do oh, this. I so. know. But he just seems like a dead fish to you, kind uh, of. Yeah, when I... When- there are
4: scenes of him, because thank you, Steve, for, for turning me on to this documentary, The Vow. The Vow on HBO. Uh, but when I see him sitting there in the gym after a volleyball game, and yeah. everybody's sitting around him like, Oh, my God,
3: tell us more. Oh, why is, why? I'm like, this guy's a friggin' idiot. But that's why you would not be susceptible to something like this. But yeah, if right. you look at people who are achieving a lot, Allison Mack was on Smallville and had a show that was actually doing very well. Her career was humming along. But he, people who do this know how to find that one point of entrance mm. or entry, I should say, where they, they, they tap into what someone needs to hear. They massage that and make them a convert. Well, that's why this particular group, this
0: cult, was a little bit different, Casey, because a lot of them uh, prey on people who are a little
3: bit... On the fringes.
0: Well, yeah, or yeah. or aren't even that really intelligent. They wanted to go after intelligent, driven people... But they have some emotional issues that uh, they, they feel yeah. can be patched up and, and fixed with him.
3: The Seagram's heiress Me. is getting her, um, she's getting her uh, sentence today. Oh, is she? Yeah, so okay. she's going to be in court um, and, and uh, she's looking at possibly five years.
0: Keith Ranieri was convicted on a number of charges in 2019, including launching a master slave sex group. Uh, where women were allegedly forced to have sex with him and go on restrictive diets, have his initials
3: branded into their skin. Oh. Yeah, Kathy, they they actually would brand the initials. And there's a, there's a point in the docu- documentary series where one of the main protagonists, one of the main people behind trying to bring down the cult, realized that what was actually branded on her was not just some a symbol representing Nexium. Oh, geez. It was... The guy's initials.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: And Allison Mack's initials, yeah, yeah. too. If you turn it sideways, yeah. it's uh, it's also an AM. Uh, so he is awaiting sentencing behind bars. Uh, Klein has not been charged with a crime. Mac has pleaded guilty to racketeering and conspiracy charges. Uh, let's see. Robert Pattinson has signed on to play The Dark Knight in a trilogy of new Batman movies. And he knows yes. that there's a definite possibility it won't work out as planned. Uh, he told Total Film Magazine, there's a slightly different feeling when you know loads and loads of people are going to watch something you're working on. I weirdly enjoyed enjoyed it during Twilight, the idea that you can mess it up. I guess I felt confident. I wanted to be on the big stage. He said one of the things that uh, that's interesting is learning how to be Batman. It's a criminological experiment. He's trying to figure out what he can do to change this place. He's seeing that he's not having any of the effect he wants to have. and That's when murders start to happen, and it opens up a whole new world of corruption.
3: I know that it's going to do well because Michael Giacchino is attached to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. But that trailer that they released, a <laughs> yeah. footage that they had shot, is awesome. Yeah, and just when
4: he, lo- you know, you could you can see how angry he is. Yes! <laughs> like, dude, yes, I want I anger. I love that. Did you watch the movie with him in uh, um, uh, Spider-Man? <laughs>
3: With Tom Holland on No, on I hear great things about it, so I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yeah. Him been Spider-Man? Yeah. I, and I know. It's hard to remember sometimes. Well, he's a, he's a Southern preacher, and Spider-Man's part of the clergy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Ah, weird.
3: All right, and then one last story. Machine Gun
0: Kelly is with, uh, what's her face? Uh, Megan, Megan Fox. Megan Fox, uh, has <laughs> responded to claims that he has abandoned hip-hop with the release of his new Pump a pop punk album called Tickets to My Downfall. Have you heard any of this album? I've not. No, is it it is
3: a rock album. It is a it is a it, it's very blink 182. Uh, he and, was, he was, and it's good. He was asked if he's leaving hip hop, he said, "No, I'm not
0: leaving hip hop yet. I'm not leaving here." Uh he said, "I'm I mean Andre 3000 said it my favorite way. Hip hop is a young man's game." So essentially, when I don't have or when I've stopped living a certain way or if I don't have the right vigor, deliver my lyrics with, then I'll stop. But, I mean, I'm a fresh 30,
3: and I'm still fully out there. So, I don't think hip-hop is going to stop for me at all. There are definite influences of Helen Reddy and Mac Davis in this stuff, Preston. On his
0: move to the pop-punk genre, he said, I would like to normalize how we think about doing multiple types of music. Uh, music, I didn't switch genres. I'm versatile. And the wall isn't boxed in. Uh, he versatile added, He added uh, Limitations would cause you to believe that Because I put out four albums that are rap I shouldn't put out a fifth album that's not rap But he wants to do that So anyhow And apparently Travis Barker plays drums for him So that there's your Blink there's Influence There's your Blink Influence he was, okay. and he was really
3: great in the dirt as uh, Tommy Lee
0: Yeah, he was Excellent Alright, so Let's do the clips yeah.
3: yeah
0: Ready Clip time is the right time Examining the case of Jeffrey McDonald and leaving room for possible innocence in the premise of the TV show, A Wilderness of Error. In this clip series, director Mark Smirling discusses why he found this as such an intriguing project to direct. Here we go.
7: It's been litigated so much in the public eye, people have already set their perspective in stone. I sensed in the counter narratives of guilt and innocence, a lot of gray areas. And so if I could go back in time and I could talk to everybody who was involved in the case, maybe I could come to some sort of clarifying moment. And I think we did that in the Wilderness America.
3: I like big balls. What is this about? Uh, you know, Fatal Vision, you know, remember that story about the, uh, I think it was a Green Beret, he, and his family was murdered, his kids and his wife and he said that uh that um like hippies on LSD or something broke yeah. in and murdered his family they but made movies about this tv made, movie they right? made a mini series about yeah, it I yeah remember and that. gary cole played him oh yeah, yeah. so uh oh. and uh it's it's an incredibly fascinating complex story and at the end of the day, he was found guilty of the murders.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that
3: the word was is that he was strung out on something.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I wonder
3: if they if they, if they revisited if they, if PTSD or any of that is uh, you know an aspect of this. But I remember I remember the author was writing, as I recall, was writing this the um, the book about the murders on his side, and as it progressed the information seemed to suggest other, So the book became about yeah, an accusatory book of his
0: Okay, A uh, new okay. episode of uh, Wilderness of Errors on FX Friday at 9. Here's the next clip. An enslaved boy joins a man and his team of abolitionists as they aim to put slavery to an end in the TV miniseries The Good Lord Bird. And in this clip, star Ethan Hawke talks about how his off-screen camaraderie With co-star Joshua Caleb Johnson contributed to their successful on-screen friendship.
7: This was really hard. It was
3: long. It was hot. We're dealing with some of the most volatile subject matter. And Joshua was always available to rehearse. He was always available to run lines, to do every fitting. This young man worked so hard. You go through something intimate together. We were tethered to one another. I think we loved working together. Yeah. (laughs) Itchy trigger finger. Man, Ethan really—he really projects when he talks. He's like, "I do like this." Yeah. Uh, first... He was really good in that movie about Tesla. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, it's uh, it's out now. You can it's okay. streaming. But he plays Tesla, and it's it's a fa- Tesla's battle with Thomas Edison. I'm fascinated yes. by that
0: story. It was very, very uh, tense. Uh, the the, the uh, rivalry, those two. Very guys.
3: exculpatory.
0: Uh, the first <laughs> episode of the Good Lord Bird premieres Sunday at 9,
3: and that is
0: on Showtime. That's it. It's the report I got for you this morning. So we have a lot going on today. And uh, I'd actually like to go ahead and give something away right now, if yeah? you don't mind. Yeah, because our friends... Uh, from there you go. I have the wrong. JT uh is here this morning, and we have uh, twenty five dollar gift cards uh, to give away. So we'll take call number fifteen at two one five two six three WMMR. And each week, the winner. Uh, by the way, if you win the prize pack, the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night home gate kickoff. The winner receives great Bud Light prizes and a gift card to a local restaurant like JT Brewski's, which is a fun, friendly neighborhood, Pum and Delco, with a 2,000-square-foot, tented, socially distant beer garden where you can watch the football games on large screens. Uh, and that's all season long. So, 215-263-WMMR. Did I say a number? Call I don't remember. Yeah. Number six. What? Fifteen. 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 You went like this. Oh, one and five.
3: Call it fifteen. We're going to set you up. I think... They should have a plaque or some sort of thing there commemorating the last performance of Saint. The very final Don't you think
0: that would be kind of fun? It happened here. Right. Yeah. And next thing you know, it turns into, you know, like a hard rock uh, right. place. Right, we, we can have memorabilia hung on the walls. Reunions. And so so yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right, so let's get you on board. And we have a lot going on. Derek Pitts is going to be on the show, the chief astronomer of the Franklin Institute. Brad Williams, comedian, will be popping in as well. We have a secret text word, a bunch. We'll take a break. Be right back. Stay with us.
1: 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month: Mo Lauda and the Humble.
8: Can't find
1: another reason why this one hurts. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see Seymour at WMMR.com, keyword Local Shots. I still look at my dreams, but no Mo
0: Lauda and the Humble, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers.
1: Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks.
0: A real quick thank you. Uh, a nice note and some T-shirts came from female <laughs> Joe Pesci yesterday. Yeah. yeah. We had a conversation. I don't know how we got started. It was on. Oh, yeah, it was because the, the boner forever. Right. Uh, thing we we got started talking about vandalism, and then we found out uh, that a tagger listens to our show. Female Joe Pesci, and she she came by and dropped off some shirts that she made custom for us. Custom female Joe Pesci Pesci shirts, and she wrote a note. And says thank you so much uh, for talking to me the other day. I've been listening to you guys since I was a kid, and I listen to you every morning at work. And wanted to. Uh, show my gratitude by making you some custom handmade female Joe Pesci gear. <laughs> I hope you all enjoy rocking the tea. I, I think, will. I think Kathy will really enjoy this shoe card too so that she she had a a little card that has a shoe on the front of it (laughs) yes i do
2: female joe pesci
0: it's a it's a high high heel shoe and it says sweet sweet pain (laughs) yeah so (laughs) you're not a big heel wearer though are you
2: i mean of course i have them for specific events but no like i would never wear them on a daily basis like some people do
0: okay so thank you female joe pesci appreciate that. And speaking of Kathy, real quick, uh, we got this uh, Fall Activities. Thank you. Ah, Fall Activities. Thank you so much for your Fall Activities (laughs) list. My niece loves this time of year for all the fun things she can do with the boys who are five, two and a half, and a newborn. Uh, She was so upset thinking that everything would be canceled, and she was extra bummed because she's out on maternity leave so has the time to do lots of activities. And when I heard your list... I went online and forwarded uh, the her the article and blog. Uh, she got right on it and ordered eggs from Quiver Farms, which is literally less than four miles from where we live. And I never knew it. Her eggs just started hatching today. Awesome. It's the first time that I've heard her two-year-old excited over something other than monster trucks. And I believe she's getting ducklings when these go back. Thank you. And that is from Julie Gibson.
2: Yeah, I thought that was really nice. That was really I, sweet. You know, Aww. so speaking of the duck eggs, there's a guy, and <laughs> I don't know, uh, I don't really know anything about him, but he's like a big, burly dude with a, a big beard, and he he keeps tagging me in all of his duck photos. So <laughs> oh, he went out, out. <laughs> he went out, too, got the duck eggs, and he's like, they're born, and he's, he's sending me pictures of them swimming in his bathtub, Aww. and yeah, it's yeah. really funny.
4: We picked up our eggs yesterday. We went know, to, drove something. to Quiver Farm yesterday. We picked up, we, we got seven. Seven eggs. I thought we were getting eight, but we got seven eggs. Rip off. We, yeah, well, you pay for yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, you pay for all your eggs. But um, we got uh, we got to name them last night, and I'll see if you guys can guess which one I named. All right. All okay. right. So we have a we have pumpkin spice and latte. <laughs> yes, uh, we have a great. Donald Duck, Iron Duck. I think one is called Margaret, and then Trey lightsaber. <laughs>
0: A lightsaber. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to guess you did, Margaret. Yes, yeah. that's me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, those are
2: good names. I like. Them. When do
3: they yeah. expect it to hatch, case? Uh, Monday. Okay. Yeah. And then, what, then uh, from the point of birth, can they? Are they going in water? Can they do that? Or like no? the next day, I think. Right. We can yeah. Throw them in water. It's
2: like almost. Yeah. As soon as they're dry and fluffy, you can move them out, and, and they can go in water. And yeah. you put
0: them in the tub, right?
2: You can. Yeah. yeah. If You want a lot you of just fill. They said they do. They are babies though, so just be careful because they will get tired.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay really put them, put but, them I mean, in so, so just don't
2: leave them
4: in
3: there you know what i mean and walk away yeah. <laughs>
2: but, and case also um follow that uh that site or the um the facebook page because a lot of them say about the ducks that they come early
8: oh really so even though they're Me expected too. Yeah.
2: around from fun, time
3: to time God damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, i'll so tell you this sometimes I, I just can't help it i'm like oh whatever uh, can you get a small get a small pool like a, like, a, like oh I'm just going to throw a, them in my bathtub
4: a, a children, okay yeah my bathtub's uh, pretty big and
2: but case they um a lot of the people are saying that they're coming on Sunday
4: all right really yeah so just I mean just keep Me a lookout obviously <laughs> stop it stop with that
8: I'm
2: not talking about oh my, you I
4: want to come on Sunday
3: uh okay it has to be. It's the way of the world here in this studio. Yeah, of Here's an email I got.
0: Here's a shout-out right. for you. Is the you word there. coming in? It says, Yo, Presbo, <laughs> can I get a shout-out to the Philadelphia Funk, a semi-professional box lacrosse team uh, for going 5-1 and one and winning the IBLA International Box Lacrosse Association National Championship over the weekend in Pittsburgh. Wow. It says, Can't Stop the Funk. And that is from uh, Doug Hughes. So here's a shout-out to the team. Congratulations to you guys.
3: i just hook you right up there, and there you are.
0: And here's another one that says, hey, I hope this message finds you well. I'm emailing a request for a shout-out to my amazing wife, Katie. She's the glue that holds our little crazy family together, and what better way to celebrate her than have a wet chart? Uh, from going to your band performances to her girl crush on Kathy. Oh. And everything in between. She's uh, she's been an avid listener since I introduced her to your show a few uh, years back. Gadzooks, uh, thank you in advance. So that is from Josh Taylor. So this is for his amazing wife, Kate. So there you go. Um, I noticed something. I know oh, I'm really? Bringing this on you? Yes. Wow. I noticed it's a Wednesday edition of the Noticer. I noticed across the street two things. Yeah. Uh, there's a building that for for as long as we've been here and for ages has been known as the GSB building. I noticed they changed the name of that the other day. It's no longer the GSB building. Hold on, I have to lean down. It's called the Car Barth Museum. Museum, Zium, museum? not museum. Oh, museum? <laughs> what kind of museum is it? And they have Car parts. <laughs> no, it's spelled K-A-R-R-B-A-R-T-H. The Car Barth uh, building. The um, Car Barth? But what I, I didn't notice, even notice. What I really noticed yesterday was that they have chopped down all the trees... Along this, uh, what road is this? This isn't Belmont. St. Ases.
5: Yeah, and Kings Grant.
0: And so, I mean, big trees, and they had the, you know, the the, the tree company, Esplunth, whatever <laughs> they they are, Esplunth, uh, was out here, and they were chopping down some big ass trees. Yeah. For what reason do we know? I don't know yet. So maybe they're doing some remodeling, like they did here at our building. Right. They took all the trees out along, and and they've replanted since. But they but they were fully mature trees. Um, And it was quite an operation to watch them working on. So it goes in tandem with this story that I saw of Steve. I've never seen anything like this before. And this took place in South Carolina. And I guess he do this regularly. It's a company called Rotor Blade. And they actually, it looks like something out of James Bond. They use a helicopter that carries this
3: giant bar beneath it. With
0: circular saws on, it. have you ever seen this? Yes. They,
3: in fact, they use it in a James Bond movie. Uh, um, in in fact, they rake it across a BMW. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 oh, like a, a death weapon from hell, but they use it to chop trees.
0: To, yeah, yeah. So along the um, uh, the rail line through there, so trees will grow over, and if the limbs fall down onto the track, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could, could cause a could kill uh, people a derailment. So, what so is
4: it? it, just kind of cuts the tops off of these? No, things? no, not
0: the tops, the sides of them. So it hangs down oh. vertically, and there's 10 spinning blades on it, 10 yeah. rotor. Uh, or, or, 10, man. 10, 10 um, uh, what's Circular the word I'm looking saws? for? Circular saws. Wow, okay. And they just fly by these trees and cut them up, and I've never seen anything like that. It's okay. pretty wild, isn't it? Man. Yeah. Cool it's
3: outrageous. Yeah. And so th- think of if a giant were to hedge his property. Yeah. That's what it
5: looks like.
0: Uh, so that's a company called Rotor Blade uh, that does it. And I never heard of that. And I just
5: noticed it the other day. So You know what I noticed about the uh, the GSB building now, the Carr Barth building, is that I will forever call it the GSB building anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I was trying to think of other examples in Philadelphia where they've changed the name. One that comes to mind is West River Drive. I know it's MLK Boulevard. But I-, I don't call it that just because I grew up calling it ML or western West River Columbus Boulevard versus Delaware Ave. I, 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 isn't from, it both though well I guess case but like for whatever reason uh, in this city I find myself it it's a real challenge for me to adapt to new names and I don't know why that is and I don't know if it's regional or not but in but Philly it, it seems like it does people don't change with the when the, when the actual names on the buildings change
2: isn't Columbus Boulevard and Delaware Ave isn't it uh just a, a certain point on Part the road it. that changes yeah, that's a name? good
3: question I never that's what I think it is it yeah, that's what I think I think you're right I Gavin. think whatever usually it's like they when they the the, the BB&T Pavilion and, and oh yeah how
4: oh, long? you mean the Sony Blockbuster East <laughs> Center yeah or yeah. the Tweeter or the uh-huh. uh, you know the,
8: Center
5: the yeah. arena in South Philly's had four different names you know all all the yeah. same bank over the years but yeah it takes a long time for in my brain for the the switch to happen I'm like yeah.
2: 50-50 on MLK Boulevard though. Like, I'll go back and And forth. And you do traffic. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, you have
5: to read it every day.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll go, and I think that's probably why, because I I will say the correct name or what the new name is, you know, more often than most people. But um, I'll go back to West River, you know, if I'm just in casual conversation.
0: I'll never stop saying Core State Center. You can't stop (laughs) it. (laughs)
5: It's your favorite. Mm -hmm. It means a lot to you. I Mm -hmm. think Marissa said the other day that they're changing the name of the shed in in Camden again. It's not going to be BB&T Pavilion anymore. I think there's a new bank corporate huh. name going on that one. So just when you get used to it <sighs> yeah, it's well, the, yeah,
0: it's it, that started, you know, uh, a couple of decades ago and yeah. then everybody was like what what do you mean they're going to name it after this, you know? And because the stadiums and so on usually had a, an established name. It had nothing to do with sponsorship rights at all. Right. Then, <laughs> then once once that that uh, bottle, the genie bottle, was open. Then you, <sighs> everybody, and there's no doing way, it. there's no way to stop it. Well, it the, yeah. the new
3: name going to be the Stake'Em Up Pavilion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here, so, here's here's somebody uh, texting Philadelphia Mills. That's Franklin Mills. Franklin Mills. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Philadelphia
2: yeah. Mills Mall. Yeah, Yep,
5: they try, they try. <laughs> Market East. That's another one. I always call it Market East. I still call it the R five. It's not, it's not that anymore. I don't it's, call yeah, it anything. I just, what is, train. is it? <laughs> it's uh, well now it's like the Downingtown. Uh, oh,
2: it's not referred
5: no. to as the r5 no and it hasn't been for like 15 Five? years but i refer to it as the r5 because it's the train that i took growing up the yeah. train formerly known as yeah how about like the electric factory
3: somebody pointed out still call the Electric. Still call factory, the yeah. electric factory still what up. is it puff daddy uh so the,
5: something franklin or something like that frankford musical franklin
2: Music Hall. Okay. No, franklin franklin
5: music hall. Okay. i don't even know yeah, um, market east is now jefferson right yeah 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 um train station so that's another one all right. Well, uh, okay. So anyhow, we have the GSB building is now the
0: what is it again? The car bars? <laughs> The, car bu- bar. the far bar. It's the Far Farblarkin Museum. They got a bar <laughs> up there.
5: Mm. <laughs> I'm they just have a gonna, bar what? up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. it's a restaurant in banquet hall. And what? Yeah, on the far side, closest to City Avenue, there's a uh, there's a place where you can go outside. And they they have like a Greasy Spoon diner at the base of the building. By the way, right? Uh,
4: yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's open. Who knows
5: these days? I'm not, you not know. sure. Yeah.
0: Carbarth. Well, that sounds familiar to me.
5: It's a law firm. Yeah, but... Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're just in the Wasn't building. there Wayne oh. and Carbarth? No. Mark.
0: No. Bark. Bark, bark. bark, That's bark, what that is.
3: Bark, 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 bark.
5: All right. Uh,
0: anyhow, I noticed that giant saw, so I thought I'd pass Preston that noticed
3: firm. the giant saw. He notices so much. Why? He's the noticer.
0: All right. I did notice this the other day, and uh, I've seen a few people do this. I wouldn't uh, just because it would get in my way, but uh, people who hang their mask from a rearview mirror... Uh, yes, yeah. I would hate that. Uh, and there are now
3: warnings coming out that that partially blocks your field of vision. Well, aren't you and, not
2: allowed to have something hanging from your mirror? I don't
3: think you are. And, uh, this goes back to a conversation that goes with, like, prom corsages and things of that nature. Yeah, and, like, Fuzzy uh, dyes. Uh, Any, yeah, absolutely. Air fresheners. Anything that
0: blocks yeah. your field of vision. I, I don't, never like that. I don't know what the law is on that, but you're right. I mean, that would, wouldn't that impede your, your vision and be, um, I mean, even, An even, obstacle. Yeah.
2: I mean, Uh, a little bit, but I always thought that you weren't allowed to hang, like, that it was a law that you can't hang anything there.
4: I hang my Crock-Pot. That's the one thing I hang. All right, so they have truck nuts. Do they have uh, rearview
3: mirror nuts? They got that, right? (laughs) They got it. I assume. (laughs) Rearview mirror (laughs) nuts. They should have, in the front of the truck, a penis. Yeah. Yeah. strap-on, right? (laughs) If you're going to do it, do it. Do the uh, whole thing.
4: I want to see fuzzy nuts. Uh, they have fuzzy
0: dice. I want to see fuzzy nuts. Nick is looking up mirror nut. No, it's no. not what you think it is. That's a new invention for Casey. <laughs> I, I agree, Casey. Yeah. Rear view nuts, right? <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, nobody's cornered that market yet. Or you could hang one nut on each side view mirror. So yeah. the, Yes. The one hole on yeah. each. And there's a, yeah, that could work, too. Uh, All right, here it says in this article that was pulled up for us, this is known as a pretextual stop in the legal community, and it is illegal. Objects may not be hung from the inside rearview mirror or attached to any other manner so as to uh, materially obstruct, obscure, or impair the driver's vision through the windshield. Right. Or which, in any manner, constitute a safety hazard. My mask is put around my stick shift. Me too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much where we hang them as well. So yeah. it's pretty easy. But but I have seen them hang them from the rear view, and I'm like, man, that's that's pretty big. I mean, like, the, the, uh, the high school tassel
3: thing uh, doesn't quite get in the way. Do you know people who drive with their sun visors open? Like the uh, end of like life. down? <laughs> no, the full the full. Just, <laughs> in the yeah. summer, just keep them on and drive. Hang no, on a second. Let me let me go to Vinny here. Hey, Vinny. Good morning.
6: Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, I just wanted to say real quick. One time, right after uh, I started driving, um, my niece made me like a little like air freshener thing. They like drew that was like a little tree, but they got the draw on it and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I had it hanging in the car, and I got pulled over and. The like cop was kind of, you know, being a, you know, pain in the pain in the rear end, and but he couldn't really find anything wrong, but he gave me a ticket for the air freshener because it was blocking my field of view.
5: How much was the ticket?
6: Uh, it was like eighty dollars. Mm. That sucks. That's that good. does suck. Now it, it used to be quite
3: common to take the tassels when you graduated, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That would be part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, if is it anything, anything at all? Or something that constitutes an obstruction. I I personally hate it. I don't like anything. I want a clear field Mm -hmm. of vision. Here's a text. says, I'm a mechanic who does state inspections. Technically,
0: we're supposed to fail a car if it has anything hanging from the rear view mirror. I've got something. Fail it? Yeah. Not just take it off. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That, what do you, you have? It says technically.
2: Uh, yeah, I have something hanging from my rearview mirror. It's so, <laughs> it's this little picture of Jace that I think I, I want to say it's like supposed to go on a doorknob, but it's not huge. I don't want you guys to think okay. that. Okay. Like, it's like one to one ratio. It's it's so tiny, but like I didn't know it came in this like spring picture packet, and it's a little plastic thing. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't want to throw it out because it was so cute. So <laughs> yeah. it was in my car, and I just hung it there.
0: We used to have parking tags here.
4: Yeah.
0: uh they Yeah. Were supposed to hang up. I had that hanging Nick's, from my rearview.
5: You drive around with a parking tag around your rearview mirror all the time i do and I, and I probably shouldn't per this conversation i never thought that um but i have one for for the wells fargo center actually for flyers it's a media tag uh, and i keep it there so they don't forget it for the times where i'm actually down for flyers games but yeah i, I guess i should take it off
7: hmm all
5: right i was curious about the easy pass too because that that's it's mine's high enough though right? mine's hidden
3: behind the rearview mirror i can't do that okay. because behind my rearview is the way on my on, on my car there's, it's, there, it's not configured to put anything behind the rear really? view. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you, ha- you still hold it up when you go through? Yep. It? I keep it in the, uh, in the door well, and no. I just hold it up when I'm going
2: Mine's through. Mine's wedged between the dashboard and the, and the uh, window. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh. it slid there one time and now it just
3: doesn't Oh move. no, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. So you can't get it out of there.
3: Can, can, can they, uh, can the readers catch it even if it's in like your door? I would You'd, think so, right? Yeah,
2: because a couple of times um, when I used to keep it in my center console and I forgot to pull it out, like I used to be fanatical and I'd freak out. I would to get a ticket, so I like ended up calling and whatever. And um, I finally got somebody on the phone, and he was like, "No, it picked it up, and it was in my center console." Not to say that that always happens, mm-hmm. but the few incidents that it did for me, it I wonder. It up. I
3: would love to do that instead of having if it just if I just left it there and not have to worry about it. Well,
2: okay. remember it used to come. Sorry, it used to come in the um, like the the metal or uh, yes. packaging or whatever for that, that very was, reason, like foil, right? Foil packaging. Right, yeah. And I think it was for that reason, So you can yeah. microwave
5: it. Uh, <laughs> we're getting a few texts, and, and I've heard of this before. I'm wondering if you guys have, a, as well, um, thongs or garters being hung from the um, yeah. rearview mirror. People used to hang, uh, we, we used to give boy shorts. Yeah, that's and right. And people
3: would hang boy sh- those boy shorts
0: well, we from gave, the rearview.
3: We give away thongs, oh. too. Yeah, and thongs
0: we, as well. We, you're we right. Pres- yeah. We should bring
5: those back. We pres- like the Steve Thongs.
0: Female equivalent of truck nuts. Yeah, well, well, I
5: <laughs> The girls would Do you give have truck badge. The girls would give the thongs to guys for the, the guys to hang from their mirrors. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like kind of a tongue in cheek joke, but um, yeah, I, yeah I've, okay. I've heard of that before.
0: Can you imagine a girl hanging a pair of boxer shorts from <laughs> yeah, the no. rear view mirror? Here, hon, I give you these for you. I love you. I ran around in yeah. them last night. Took for a, a while. dump in these. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyhow. You shouldn't do it. Be careful. And you can technically uh, get a ticket for it. we got got callers coming in for that. But I have other things I noticed. All right, okay. get
3: to, so More for the notice or we're moving on.
0: I noticed it gets dark at night, and you, you can't hunt when it's dark at night. Huh. That's got to be. suck because you like to go out for a good nighttime hunt. But this past weekend, the State Game Commission in Pennsylvania approved the use of night vision and infrared or thermal optics in the hunting of animals traditionally trapped or hunted for their pelts.
4: I wanted to buy wow. night vision. I was thinking of it the other day. I'm like, yeah, I think I would like to get night vision goggles. Okay. Um, and I just wasn't sure if they were expensive or not. I, I never, I didn't take Did it, it to the you price them en- out online? No, I was Listen. just about to say, I didn't, I didn't take uh, it to the internet yet. But. Okay.
0: It's like getting a metal <laughs> detector. Okay. <laughs> you're going to go out and you're going to
3: play with it once or twice. And then it's just going to collect dust.
0: For a decade.
3: I have night after vision that. goggles that came with, I think it was Call of Duty or one of the video games. It's fun. Yeah. But it's... <laughs> are are they heavy? No, they're light. They're they're pretty light. But uh, after a while you realize you could use a flashlight. Yeah, I, okay. I much prefer my uh, samurai sword signed by Randy Jackson. Right, But, Preston,
4: <laughs> right. if I'm hiding in the woods in my ghillie suit... Right. Uh, yeah. Right after night, you got your nails done. Right after you get my nails <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What does that have to do with anything? Just because <laughs> Casey
0: was telling us this long, drawn-out story earlier off-air about how he was getting his nails done and it led to this other thing. It's just the idea of you watch, hiding Kristen. hiding in the bush with a ghillie suit yeah. if you get your fresh manicure done. It's just the it's just the yeah. interesting uh, individual that you
3: You're are. You're very complex.
0: Uh, so, yeah, the state, the, the change... For being able to use uh, night vision and infrared optics in hunting, uh, the change will go, in effect, in six to eight weeks. Now, that is only for animals traditionally trapped or hunted for their pelts, so you can't go out deer hunting or anything like that.
3: Do you know a lot of pelt hunters? No, I don't know any pelt hunters. I, I, most hunters that I know are going for venison or yeah, either sport or venison. Or... Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. And, and they they sort of uh, harvest all of the the meat and they 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 yeah. do that.
4: I saw it uh, when I was uh, picking up the ducks yesterday. I drove past this house that like it, it, there's the sign on the house said basically bring your dead deer here and we're gonna we're gonna uh,
3: we're gonna fillet it actually it <laughs> fillet it.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whatever you do to a deer, yeah. you process
0: it. Process
3: yeah. it, yeah. yeah. I want some deer fingers.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, state lawmakers earlier this year authorized the commission to regulate such devices, which were prohibited by state law. But here are the species that are covered. If you want to use your night vision uh, glass, your your night vision and Goggles. infrared optics. Right, like predator. Uh, so that includes raccoons. Raccoons? Raccoons. <laughs> well, yeah, raccoon pelts. Uh, foxes. Coyotes. Possums, Kathy. You can go possum oh, honey. Oh,
2: yes.
7: Striped, oh, my God. Is that a possum coat you're wearing?
0: Uh, stripe. <laughs> striped skunks. Weasels. We have weasels? Weasel
2: pelts? Mm-hmm. For what? Yep. I don't even know what weasels
5: look like. This is 100% like. weasel. Well, it's, it's like a mink. Uh, It's actually valuable, believe oh, it or not. is it? At yeah,
1: yeah. Or 2, we have weasel coats starting at $5,000. <laughs> This
0: is
3: 100% authentic weasel.
0: Uh, Bobcats. Rat. And then how about this? Porcupines. Oh, wow. What? Is that a porcupine dress you're wearing? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Feel it. So there are porcupine hunters?
3: I can't even... Why? I don't know. What's the point? What purpose would a pelt like that serve? I I don't get the pelt thing anyway. And and why why hunt porcupines? (laughs) I mean,
0: for... uh, or are so they soft. are they a pest I mean listen so coyotes are known to uh to be a bit of a pest so they are uh they're, they're hunted for partially
3: for that reason if they're getting into farms or or they're getting into you know do you talk I, about chicken or chicken coops and things of that nature yeah uh, porcupine uh, but what does a porcupine do that's so bad Saunders
4: who is one of my uh favorite porcupines <laughs> no uh he was a guide of mine oh, okay. out in uh Utah last year he is a he's a Utah coyote hunter And he says coyote, which I think sounds so cool. I wish I said coyote. And and guess what?
3: And and, and, and he Uh, smokes cigarettes and he has a tattoo.
4: Does not smoke cigarettes. He's a Mormon. Okay. And so he does not. But, dude, those Mormons, because you're allowed to drink caffeine now, they are drinking Mountain Dew like crazy, man. Dude, both of them, they were like, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew. Caffeine.
8: Woo!
0: When I was a kid, I went to Idaho, and there's there's a there's a, a large uh, Mormon population right. in Idaho as well. Uh, my dad and I went on a fishing trip, and the family that we stayed with is a friend of his. Uh, that was the first time, and I was probably 13 years old. Um, that was before you regularly saw caffeine free Coke. Yes, it's the. First time I ever saw anything caffeine-free soda. Right. I didn't even know caffeine was in soda. Right. And yeah, they they had that's all they could drink soda-wise. But now it's okay.
5: Oh yeah, the dude. It was actually- Mountain
0: Dew. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it was Mountain Dew. Kickstarter was uh, was <laughs> what they were drinking. So uh, although there's not much meat on a porcupine, apparently the meat itself is very good. What? Yeah. yeah so people will hunt uh, porcupine for their meat, and and they also Steve. I, I don't know if you asked this or, or Preston it but they will. Um, Attack and destroy trees, so people do okay. consider them vermin. As far as that is concerned, so. I, I know. Yeah, there there's some aspects to
3: these to these uh, the creatures that are mentioned that are uh, that yeah. can be destructive. I get it.
4: My mom used to make these things called porcupines when we were growing up, and I hated them, and I haven't had them in a long it's time. A lie!
8: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs>
4: uh, essentially, it was just a it was a meatball. It wasn't served in a like a tomato sauce, but it was a meatball that had rice in it, and it was uh, probably. The equivalent of like a Swedish meatball, but I hated those things.
0: Oh, well, those pie meatballs are great. Sounds like what you get in a stuffed pepper. Oh. Kind of like, you ever have stuffed peppers? Yeah. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to I'm I'm open a restaurant called Stuffed Peppers. Right, that's right. right. Yeah. what it is. <laughs> stuffed pepper <laughs> <laughs> restaurant. Could you imagine having soup out of a pepper? It'd be amazing. Wow. <laughs> uh, you're giving me the wrap up? We have to go on Fox. Good Day. Oh
3: yeah, 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 yeah! I
0: forgot about that. Thank you for the reminder.
3: All right, so right, so porcupine hunting with a uh, with at, a, a, infrared is, is now now have at it. Yeah, if
0: you've been if you've been dying for your opportunity to get out and hunt porcupine in the wild, Kathy, you can use your optics, uh, infrared, and thermal, and uh, you'll be able to do it in about six to eight weeks. So your your dream has come true. All right, we're going to take it, but that's all I noticed, by the way. All right. uh, for, actually, I noticed more. That's to, all for the noticer. Uh, we got to take a break and come back and uh, do something with Fox 29, so we'll go on with them. And don't forget, we have uh, JT Brewskis here this morning, a yeah. uh, chance to win some gift cards. We'll do that in a little while, and I'll tell you how you can win a very cool home-gating package uh, from Bud Light Platinum along with uh, JT Brewskis and others. So we'll take a break and be back in a moment. Stay with us
1: all got kind of hosed on that whole basketball bracket thing back in march so we're bringing back the bracket with mmr's rocktober madness each weekday listen as your favorite bands battle it out and you decide who wins starting with 64 bands split into four regions the air pancake preston steve jackson sarah and Jackie Brent. Matchups every weekday at 11.30 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. with Pierre and 3.30 and 5.30 with Jackson. And that's where you come in. Pull up the app or WMMR.com and vote for your favorite bands to move on or go home. It all comes down to one band. Ground Champion of Rocktober Madness. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and indoor air quality. 93.3 WMMR. Everything, everything that rocks.
3: Now, I heard rumors are technical issues. Are we dealing with those? Is yeah, that's what, you... what we're dealing with. That's why there's nothing on. That's why... there's, there's nothing going on, on here. here.
2: Acme has everything you need Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Okay. There's
0: nothing on here. And that's why I was whispering the time, the amount of time <laughs> left, too. All right, Marissa just <laughs> gave Where's us the way. We, we've sound just. We've from... been waved off.
5: Waved it off. Oh, yeah. they waved us off?
0: Yeah, they waved us off. What on. the f? Uh, yeah, so Marissa, was, uh, she she gave me the 30 second uh, signal and I was trying to signal to Kathy,
3: but she was looking at her copy and I'm just like, I'm just going to say, could you, save. 20 seconds, could you imagine if we were beholding to television time no. or, or, we, or
2: with like IFBs in yeah, our ears? All like, of that.
3: Could you imagine yeah. <laughs> the disaster that would, it would just be a staggering mm-hmm. disaster.
2: It's like an on air, like you, you, like instead of having the thing in my ear, you just, you just said it. Yeah, That's Yeah, fine. forget it's it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: forget it. It's, uh, yeah. That's how we roll we here. Wrap it
2: up. Uh, <laughs> they don't worry; they can't hear.
0: Radio so much more fun than <laughs> yeah. That yeah. All right, uh, I do have bizarre file stories. Yeah. Can.
1: Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file.
0: And it's brought to you this morning by Armor Metals and Recycling. Get cash today if you need cash fast. Bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling, and you can walk away with cash today. Located in Pennsauken, New Jersey, or at armor dot com. Hey, Marissa. Uh, Casey was trying to get your attention. <laughs> <laughs> I am just gonna. I'm gonna you stop. You yeah. have to yeah. whisper good. it. Oh, good. hey, Marissa. Marissa. Uh, Connor, look in here. <laughs> <laughs> you go on the B channel. All right. Connor. <laughs> Here we go. Startled fisherman who found a woman floating in the middle of the sea and barely able to speak from oh, the cold geez. was amazed to discover that she had been missing for two years. What? What? No. So she's been floating
3: out there for two years? No, no
0: she was missing for two years. No. She wasn't floating for two years. <laughs> but it does seem that way at the beginning of the story. Video shows the amazing moment that Angelica Gayton uh, had been found floating two kilometers off a beach Uh, two years after her family had lost contact with her without a clue as to her whereabouts. She was so weakened from the cold that she could barely reply when spoken to with the fisherman uh, Rolando Visbal, calling to the woman first in Spanish and then in English, apparently trying to make sure that she understood him. She kept
3: repeating three words, three-hour tour. Uh, uh, Rolando
0: (laughs) Uh, is heard yelling at the woman who is seen laying back in a rubber ring with her eyes closed. The video shows the moment that uh, Rolando and his friend Gustavo approached the floating woman who is almost completely unresponsive. Hey, Rolando! Dragged to the boat. uh, (laughs) Now, Rolando! (laughs)
8: Uh,
0: They had spotted with what they thought was a log before Angelica raised her hands.
3: Right (laughs) now, Rolando!
0: and then they tried to have a conversation with her and give her water, but she began to cry and remained in that state as the footage comes to an end. That's amazing. Uh, she finally uttered her first words after being rescued, saying, I was born again. God did not want me to die. Uh, when she was brought ashore, locals tended to her before she was taken to the hospital. She was said to have lost contact with her family two years ago, and they had no idea where she was until she was found floating off the coast of the town of Puerto in Colombia. How did lost end? Uh, there were signs of hypothermia, uh, what she had been doing in the previous two years and how she ended up in the sea is being investigated by police. Angelica later said she had suffered 20 years of violence at the hands of her partner. She fled after her partner had tried to kill her. That's crazy. She claimed, yeah, but... We don't know. We don't know. But hang on a second. All right. According to reports, the woman was floating in the water for about eight hours. Now, they tracked down the woman's daughter who said she had not known about her mom's whereabouts for the past two years. She claimed suggestions that her mother had been suicidal over a broken relationship or because of an attack by a former lover were false reports. Uh, currently, they are raising money to transport the mother to the capital of Bogota, where they live. So I don't know who knows what's going on exactly. So maybe we can do get a follow-up in the near future. A criminal who hijacked and diverted a helicopter in midair in an attempt to break his wife out of a Belgian prison has been arrested after detectives found that he used his own name to book the flight. (laughs) Mike (laughs) Galen Galen threatened the helicopter's pilot using a replica handgun and sought to spring Christelle Appelt uh, from uh, Birkendall Women's Prison where she was being held on suspicion of murdering an ex-boyfriend. The helicopter circled the prison several times, uh, but Gillen's plan was foiled as the pilot was unable to land within the courtyard. Now, while the helicopter flew over the prison, the inmates cheered and waved, but Gillen became nauseous and had to put his head out of the helicopter five times to throw up. So he gets air sickness and he uses
3: his real name.
0: Yeah, the pilot was then instructed to fly to Helsine, a town uh, south of the Belgian capital, where a getaway car was waiting in the parking lot.
3: I don't feel so good.
0: Gillen was uh, later found with his 50-year-old adopted father. The two men and two further suspects were arrested within 24 hours of the failed prison break after detectives found Gillen had used his own name uh, when booking the helicopter. Actually, I know a guy who was hijacked. Uh, you mentioned yeah, that. Yes, he was a helicopter pilot right. in, in St. Louis. Alan Barklage was his name. He was well-known. He a Vietnam vet. This guy tried to hijack the helicopter to, to do a prison rescue. Alan wrestled the gun away from him, shot him, and killed him in his own helicopter. Whoa, that's he badass. He showed me pictures yeah. of it, all the blood inside the helicopter. Whoa. It was pretty wild, yeah. All right, A uh, this is in the U.K. A photographer was left all shook up after he captured the moment of the face of Elvis as it appeared in a giant wave he was as 65-miles-per-hour also... winds hammered the East Coast. Jordan Crosby was taking pictures of the surf crashing against the CM Lighthouse in County Durham at sunrise on Friday.
3: Jordan, make sure you capture my image. Uh-huh.
0: He spent half an hour capturing the shots from the harbor with his Nikon D5 camera as the waves towered over the 30-foot-tall lighthouse. Uh, and Jordan said it was pretty wild out there, so I thought I would uh, make would make for some dramatic pictures. The forecast was for 40-mile-an-hour winds. The waves were meant to be 50 to 60 feet. And after 30 minutes, I headed home to see what the pictures were like. And when I put them up online, somebody said, you can see Elvis's face. Oh, my God. Where? In one of it's the waves. It's clear as day, Nick. I mean, I see Groot. I don't see Elvis's face in this picture. <laughs> There's a side-by-side comparison if you want to find okay. that. Uh, I said, once you see it, you can't miss it. Sure enough, there he was, emerging from the sea. You can really see his quiff
3: well. I don't have a quiff,
0: man. No, (laughs) quiff. You can see his quiff really well. I'm like the Kraken, man. And then uh, his nose and his face. It's amazing, really, they said. It's amazing, man. Everybody loves Elvis, so to capture an image of the king was really special, and we love his quiff. So, yeah. (laughs) See what you will in that. (laughs) Am I wrapping up? Yeah, no, you can do
3: one more. All right, one more. Do one more, man. I can't
0: <laughs> it. A Utah man allegedly stole a truck. He said that he needed to rendezvous with aliens, but felt bad for stealing it, so he returned it to the 7-Eleven.
3: Well, he just left the aliens
0: waiting? Bryce Gerald Dixon is accused the hell of is he? Uh, <laughs> theft of a vehicle. <laughs> Three attempts God damn it. To escape from official custody after he returned a red pickup truck that he later told police that he needed... So he could get to the Coliseum to get on a flight with alien diplomats. We'll
9: leaving in two contacts. Uh,
0: <laughs> how long? That's how Two m-
9: contacts.
0: That's all you're waiting. Okay. Yeah. I guess uh, we should hurry. That's
3: soon? Yeah, that's quick.
0: Okay. Uh, Dixon intended to drive the truck all the way to the Coliseum, <laughs> but felt bad for stealing it. So he returned it to the 7-Eleven. He took it from to give it back. Uh, The truck had been reported stolen when the owner, who left his truck unlocked with the keys inside while he stopped in the store... Where
9: the hell is Dixon? (laughs) ...called
0: 911. And when an officer arrived at the convenience store, he was met by the truck's owner, who said the man suspected of taking it returned it and was running from the location. The officer used his radio, and another officer took the suspect into custody. The suspect was taken to a hospital for an injury sustained when the truck owner allegedly punched him in the face. Uh, Dixon tried to slip past officers three times. You gotta understand, he's meeting aliens. Allegedly apologized to police and told them that aliens needed him to get to the Coliseum. Now, if that means in Rome, I'm not really sure. Or the one in Thor Ragnarok. Where he was headed to. And there you go, that is what I have in the bizarre file this morning. Alright, reminder, secret text word, your chance to win a download of the thriller Most Wanted. Uh, text word secret 39333. And also a reminder uh, that our friends from JT Brewskies have stopped by, and they've given us $25 gift cards. I'll take caller number 11 at 215-263-WMR, and I will set you up with that gift card. And don't forget, as part of this year's Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night home gate kickoff, uh, you can win incredible prizes for your football home game, including a case of Bud Light Platinum. $100 Primos gift card, custom MMR and Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Pint glasses, and a $25 gift card from a local restaurant like TJ Brewski's. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yep. And don't forget that you can go to WMMR.com, get signed up, and make sure because a member of the President Steve Show is going to be delivering that gift to the winner. Yes. Pretty sweet deal. So we'll take care of you. All right. We're going to have on in about an hour or so uh, Derek Pitts, Chief Astronomer of the Franklin Institute. Also, our friend Brad Williams. Uh, comedian, and uh, he's got something to tell us about uh, possibly a cure for dwarfism, and uh, he wants to weigh in on that. Yes, subject, so we'll see. Want to hear that this is. about? Coming back in a moment. Stay with us.
7: Love Preston, and Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
0: It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: I saw this uh, article, thought it was kind of interesting. It's about the Chicago Police Department and the fact that they still have a typewriter repairman, (laughs) which does (laughs) typewriter repair for them. And I found it really interesting that apparently uh, they still use, not, not all of them, they're not widely used, but they still use a regular typewriter
3: at the Chicago Police Department. So, uh, just one, or how many typewriters, oh, no. like you know, ribbon typewriters, are uh, in use? They. So this is according to
0: this guy, uh, Keith uh, Bebonis, uh, who is part of what is the name of his company? It's a typewriter repair company. Uh, the the Bebon Office Machines and Supplies uh they have a contract to repair 40 to 50 IBM typewriters a year for the Chicago Police Department along with fixing time stamps and heat sealers as well
4: you guys think you would be better at typing if you still typed on a typewriter because no. you can't i mean listen you can make mistakes they have um you know things ways to erase but it's you know you can see it on paper the, the IBM you
3: make. the IBM typewriters like towards the end were were pretty good you could you could you could erase on them, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they they were pretty good, and the action on
5: the keyboard was pretty good, but I far prefer computers. Casey, mm-hmm. I think in my mindset now, when typing on a computer is built into the concept of there's an autocorrect, too. And yeah. so, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll make mistakes knowing that that's going to happen and that the typing process is going to correct itself, and obviously that would not happen on a typewriter.
4: My, uh, this girl that I dated in college, and it bothered me, I don't know why it bothered me so much, but when she would type on the computer... She would type and she would leave in all the typos and all the mistakes. And then she would, go, when she would go and proofread it later, that's when she would fix it. Huh. And I can't do that. Like the second I know that I messed up a word or I missed something, I'd ha- I have to go back hmm. and, and make that mistake uh, or correct that mistake right away.
0: I was curious about this type of scenario where you are using really antiquated equipment. At work. What things would we be surprised to hear that you're still using that is considered antiquated equipment or they've just made a more efficient piece of machinery that will that will do it better and you, and you still have to use it? Now, we don't use these regularly, but we do have some vintage equipment here. We do. We have turntables, which, of course, are now popular again, uh, but we also have reel-to-reel record and uh, playback machines. Uh, I don't know if there's any cart machines left, which is a, a standard in radio for it, ages. Of that cart- was it. It's short for cartridge, and music and commercials were all played on these, essentially 8-track, uh, endless. they were called 8-track tapes, but uh, these endless-loop uh, cartridges of tape. Um, so I don't know if we have those around
3: here anymore, but we I do wonder have if reel to because Across all real the real. stations and all the production rooms, I, I, do you think... I'm going to go look in the
5: booth studio, because I'm curious.
3: Yeah, if there is What's a, a cart machine left. We were having this conversation about the uh, the computer... Uh, the, uh, medical records where they're having issues accessing those records and we're asking yeah. if they still kept analog medical files and, you know, because there, there are devices that, you know, there are devices that mechanically pull out yeah. files and things like that as well that have existed for a while. Two one five two six three 263 wmmr the number, by the way.
0: Is microfiche still a thing that they mm. use at the libraries? The library? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man, but I tell you what, I tried a couple of times to use microfiche, Dear God, is that a laborious process? Well, one of the things, the
3: big fun aspect of microfiche is that if you turn the dial a millimeter, you've gone through 44,000 pages. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you've gone through an entire year of publication. right, right. (laughs) So, I, I was never able to find,
0: you know, you see movies and yeah. uh, from a few years back where they're, you know, the FBI is researching stuff or whatever maybe, And they look at your microfiche and they're finding exactly what they're yeah. looking at. It's right here. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. No. It's I easier to solve the murder. One usable bit of information from using microfiche. Oh,
2: I had to do a whole project. And, and that's where we had to gather our information from. Like, that was the point was to get us um, to be able to use microfiche. And, yeah, it it wasn't easy. And you'd like, or at least at the library that I was at, you had to check it out. So like you had to go, you can only yeah. check out a certain amount yeah. uh, per time. You'd go, you'd, you'd spend your time on it. You'd return that. You'd get the next cart.
3: There are people who don't know what mic- microfiche is. Yeah, it was, it, it, it's <laughs> sure. basically film. Uh, it, it is microscopically captured pages of documents. And this 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 yeah. projector, basically what it is, a reverse projector, projects that that image up on the screen
5: yeah and mostly used, used newspapers for, and yeah, yeah, magazines and, uh, and whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. so mm-hmm. i checked the booth studio and uh the uh main on-air studio for mmr no cart machine but every other device is, is there still that machine cd reel-to-reel like you mentioned uh mm-hmm. record player cassette. um but yeah and cassette as well yeah there's cassette in the booth studio um and cds as well I mean, we still occasionally play cds around here yeah uh-huh.
0: no we do pop those in from time to time
5: uh hold on let me go to i have
0: uh bob on the line hey bob good morning Good morning, rock and roll. Rock Rock and and roll. roll. All right, Bob, uh, what do you want to share with us?
6: So I retired uh, from small police department in Sanatoga, Pennsylvania a little bit over a year ago, and we still had typewriters in our station, and uh, they were used for very few... You know, not really reports, but they were used for certain things that we had. So we still kept them around. But the ironic thing is when we would be giving tours of the police department to, like, Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts and stuff like that, the kids would go, what is that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no kidding. Well, the classic yeah. image we have, you know, Bob, is is of the, the guy sitting at his desk taking the uh, the report from the, the witness or whatever yeah. and, you know, using a regular typewriter. It's Type sort of a classic station, image. Yeah.
6: yeah. Yeah, you type, type in a and a statement, you know. But, uh, yeah, the old days, the old days. And then talking about the microfiche and stuff, like, holy smokes, and the cart machines, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. All right, Dave. Have a good day, man. All right, you too.
2: I did like using the microfiche though because I felt like I was a detective. Yes. Like even though I was doing yeah. the most boring topic, whatever it was. Detective
8: right. Mandy, I'm on the <laughs> case. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was I thought maybe even in my research for this paper I'd, I'd find something oh my that God, people missed.
3: That's where he's buried.
0: <laughs> uh, let me go to Helena. Helena, good morning.
9: Good morning.
0: Hey, what's up, Helena?
9: Hey, so I uh I work for my dad. It's a Palladius
2: Florist. We've been in business over 120 years, and we still have the original
8: punch clock
0: machines. Oh yeah, as- you got to clock yeah. in, yeah.
3: dude. That yeah. was yeah. yes. My, I, my first, my first few jobs all had those punch clocks. So yeah. you still use that, Helena?
0: I still use it. I'm on my way to work this morning to punch it in to hear it do
3: ah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. so, Preston. You, well, I Thanks, go back Elena. when I used to. You would you would stick it in, and go yep. and it would, yep. it would punch the card at that time. Yes, it was. Well, mine, it it, it wouldn't actually punch it. It would stamp it with the time. So
0: it was was essentially just a a running clock stamper. And so I I worked at a restaurant. And and when you clocked out for your lunch break, you know, your 20-minute lunch break or 15-minute lunch break or whatever it was, you had to go over and ding, you know, uh, and and it would stamp the time on there. And then you'd do it when you came back on the job. And And then you had that holder next to it. And if you forgot to clock out, you'd get in trouble for that. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
4: If you had a good friend at work and you're running late, punch in they for would you. Punch in for
0: you. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, the punch the clock. That's yep. what that, that yep. old uh, term means. Yeah. Uh, let me go to here. You go another typewriter thing. I'm going to go to uh, Timmy. Hey Timmy.
6: Yeah. What's up, guys? How are you? Sir? Kathy
0: named Neg after you, by the way. It oh. died. Oh. Dead egg. Oh. Sorry. I'm sorry. What do you want to share with us, Timmy?
6: I'm a affiliate detective, and uh, we use typewriters every day. We use them for uh, search warrants. We use them for property receipts. Um we get complaints that come in they walk by and they're like what what the hell is that <laughs> yeah, we're, we're still we're still back in the eighties all right so uh, what what why? specifically the, 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 the AC is not working and we're still using typewriters oh my
0: god what what specifically do you use the typewriter for what what very specific thing
6: so uh we have to when we when we take property anything like that, we throw it on a property receipt, use that, okay. and then um so we have to we have to type that out. Hmm. And then we have search warrants. We got to type out the, uh, the first page of a search warrant on a property receipt. So, well,
2: why do you have to use the typewriter? Why can't you use a computer just because you don't have one?
8: As the the <laughs> No, <Nobody laughs> right, really okay, I, 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 don't, I don't know Gabby. Yeah.
6: <laughs> yeah so, so you're, you're, you're telling me I don't know. I have no
8: idea.
0: So, reading this article, wow. thanks by the way, it says a police spokesman said dozens of types of forms are still filled out with typewriters, including missing persons forms towed vehicle forms, and search warrant logs. He said the typewriters are located throughout the department. Uh, they began to wean itself off of typewriters in the late 1990s, shifting cops to work on computers. A tough switch for some of them. Uh, and so it, for some reason, I guess the forms still need to be filled out. The way it doesn't make much sense. This doesn't, doesn't can,
2: make any sense. Why you know? can't you just type
0: yeah. it up? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so when my mom was moving
4: in with me, uh, she, we you know were moving her stuff into her, her place, and she had a typewriter. And I was like, why... Why do you still, why are you, why did this make the move, right? Yeah. Like you had an opportunity to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff. But she was like, essentially he's like, well, if I want to write a letter, you know, it's essentially like an anonymous letter, she oh. could do it on her computer. Like ransom notes. Like she ransom didn't. notes, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes. There, 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 there's no way to trace it back. Yeah. 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 Dear scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you and your whole family.
0: Uh, you know that our uh, missile silos uh, in the United States still use floppy disks. I kind yes. of prefer that, though. Well, they, 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 because it's not as hackable, mm-hmm. uh, they use these antiquated computer systems uh, as a protection, hmm. uh, from what I understand. Well,
3: you know, and Kathy, I know you know this, Battlestar Galactica <laughs> did not fall prey to the Cylons because it had an analog system throughout and that's why it was not networked with the other battle stars. You know, the movie Dune is coming out. Yes. And, and in that book,
0: and I know you guys don't really know the story all that well, but Steve does. But uh, they, uh, 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 artificial intelligence had gotten out of control in this world. And they had eventually uh, outlawed it. And so they got rid of all computers. And they went back to these beings called mentants, which yeah. were trained to be super smart human beings. And they were the computers. They they got rid of all artificial intelligence, so they went backwards
5: in their in their tech step. Well, I wonder if there's like a tactile sensation that's uh, appealing to some people, too. Uh, Tom Maybe. Hanks likes collecting uh, old typewriters, mm-hmm. and Eddie Vedder, believe it or not, types on a typewriter for a lot of his songwriting and stuff like that, and there's got to be something I think satisfying
3: it's also, to it. I think it's also, yeah, the machinery itself is sort of interesting, yeah. and, and there's, the, uh, you stop and think about it, it's a very precise piece of machinery. I remember when I got my first typewriter as a kid, I thought, wow, I got a a brother typewriter. And it was, you know, I'm going to write things now. Yeah.
0: Uh, Let me see here. I will go to, yeah, this is what I was saying just a minute ago. Uh, Ryan, you're on the air. Good morning.
6: Good morning. Hi, Ryan. Hey, so, yeah, I work at Idaho National Labs here in Idaho. I'm a mechanical engineering student at BYU-Idaho. Okay. And our computer system is so old that it suffered from the Y2K bug this year. This year. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why? Why are they so outdated? Um, It's just the government, and they move really slow, and they have to train a bajillion people if they did, and so it's easier just to leave it the way it is. I mean, wow. it's so old, they don't even use flop, floppy disks. They still use tapes. No ca- Come on. Tapes. Magnetic, magnetic tape. tape. Yep. And wow. Yeah, that's what we use to, mo- to monitor this nuclear waste treatment plant. Plant. You,
3: wow. you a lot of you, you probably don't remember this is years and years and years ago but a, a computer programmer would punch a card literally like a the, the kind of like a, an engineer on a, uh, a conductor on a train would use uh-huh. and there were these cards and that's how you would enter information into the computer yeah. and that's how a computer would compute yep yep wow uh, that's interesting ryan so so you're well versed in that stuff
0: uh, nope. <laughs> oh, no. no, you just know of it. Okay. I am not. Thanks for listening from Idaho, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Ryan. We appreciate it, man. Yeah, I listen every
6: morning. You guys rock.
3: Excellent. That'd be Take cool care, to buddy. be in Idaho and be that close to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it's, <laughs>
0: not, it's not there. What, not, what's that? The Mormon Tabernacle
6: Choir. Is oh, really yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, uh But,
0: uh, no, did you say Idaho? Idaho, yeah. yeah. But he's closer he to the BYU. Mormon
3: Tabernacle <laughs> Choir than we are. Actually, yeah, yeah. So we'll give you that one. Uh, let me
0: see here. I will go to line six, and it is John who's on the line. John, good morning.
6: Hey, good morning, guys. Let me take off speaker
0: room. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's
6: Thanks better. for taking my call. No, oh, problem. no problem. What's up, man?
0: Um,
7: yeah, as soon as you brought brought up the typewriter and everything, it reminded me, um, I was just up at my grandparents' house. They live up in, uh, Hazleton, mm-hmm.
6: and, um, I, I, for the longest time, uh, they had two super super old telephones. They had the one; it's like that standard that, that like uh, you know, our age and stuff remember is a tan, and it had the dial, and you, it's like the a rotary, phone. It's a, a rotary
0: phone. Called
7: a rotary phone. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, love a rotary, rotary phone.
6: phone. Yep, they have that in the one room, and in the other room they have one of the the even older ones. It's the the black ones with the like brat or like ornate ma- like
7: mouthpieces and whatnot. It's an the operetta. Roll, it like that ear. one, like you take
3: like wall, an older handpiece.
7: Yeah,
6: ear, and the other one, yeah.
7: Okay, John, of...
3: are your parents like two hundred years old?
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay.
3: Wow, oh well, yeah, so those i, I do love, and there for the longest time, there was a sort of um, Thanks, John. they were taking digital <laughs> equipment and putting them in analog the phones, yeah. Preston so that you could actually dial the phone, yeah, but it would still you would still get the digital tone
4: I love yeah. the and it's uh, a s m r e kind yeah. of the rotary phone I love that we never I like
0: that sound of someone dialing on a rotary phone, yeah. I like it
4: that sound a lot
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do, 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 do. Occasionally, in movies, it makes for a good weapon. Somebody will pick up one of those rotary phones, yeah. and they will smack somebody over the side of the head. Like it. the
0: whole thing, not just yeah. the handle. Yeah. They will yeah, use the entire right.
5: phone. They and were makes, heavy. Yeah, and then that makes a cool sound, too. It's mm-hmm. a very violent sound. You get a ring when you hit them. The with bell them. would ring. Bing, yeah. bing,
3: bing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like a circus game.
0: Uh, or a carnival game. Let me go to other people uh, who have some antiquated equipment that they're using, and I will go to Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. What's up, Melissa?
2: So we have screen everything in my office. I'm a property manager for an apartment community in Royersburg. We have this big, beautiful screen where people can come in and scroll for pictures and floor plans and email if we're short of
9: themselves. We have iPads for people to fill out applications. But we have the old-school 1990s fax machine if we need to send or receive anything.
3: Occasionally, fax fax is required. Now, they've done with software that allows you to do signature, um, you know, to to sort of validate a signature and confirm it. But for the most part, that's what it's used for, correct?
9: That and a lot
2: of times when people need insurance, uh, proof of insurance, it's easier
8: to send the fax than it to go through our
2: secured email. All right. but if you have to send anything and we have residents that will come in and these things set out, if it's like a five-page document,
3: it's, a, it's an easy two, three-minute process. I, I, most printers, hey, a lot of the higher-end printers for home will have a fax capability if you mm-hmm. need to do that.
0: Uh, we use we still get stuff every now and then yeah. uh, fa- via fax. Uh, Pierre yeah. will. Fax
3: used to be the way to request. Remember that? Totally. To request songs and stuff like that.
0: Send us your
5: facts. What What do you want to hear? An almost famous? It's um... yeah, facsimile machine. No, no, no. No, It
0: it was like a a Dido or something. It had a short name to it. But what's interesting, and it's laughable now because they say, you know, it can print one page every seven minutes or something like that. (laughs) But that's laughable. But if you think about the alternative at that time, the alternative was put it in the mail. Yep, that's it. That was it. You had no, I mean, that was lightning fast, like like even overnight mail was really, yeah. really difficult back then. So to be able to get something within an hour of sending it was almost miraculous. It was almost like science fiction
4: yeah. at that time. Well, it was like a was.
3: transporter. Yeah.
4: I mean, it's funny to hear my kids complain about, you know, the Wi-Fi glitching out, right? Beca- <laughs> and, like, you know, and I I, I don't want to do the old, well, back in my day, you know, we had dial-up, and I had to wait five minutes to see a boob, you know, like... <laughs> But that's that's. I how... couldn't
3: even enjoy porn. It would take twenty minutes. <laughs>
0: it was called a mojo. A
4: mojo. Ben Funk Torres. Yeah. Here, press. Here's that sound. Um, what was that? A wooden phone? <laughs> do you like that sound? I do, that's but like one. you know, the one and the two and the three. Like I need it to be a little bit. The one longer.
0: and the two. <laughs> you three. need it. You need a an eight, nine, or zero. yeah. Yeah. By the way, yeah, there was a zero. You could dial the zero, and that was a 10, essentially. Um, in fact, you could, on the old rotary phones, instead of actually dialing, and we did this, is if you knew the number, all you had to do was hit the carriage a certain amount of times, and that would equal the number. So if you would essentially hang up quickly and uh, and lift your hand back off the the carriage, like say you wanted to dial three, it would be, you know, tick, 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 you do that, and you could do the, each number. Uh, right, I'm i sorry, like what's that. the carriage? Where you, where you hang it up on. Or that is the character. The right? cradle. Where, the cradle, I'm sorry. The cradle, you know, the, where yeah. you hang the phone up? Yeah. You know, if, if if you ever see in an old movie that somebody can't get on the line, they'll, yeah. go, do, 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 they'll hit the thing like that. Yeah. yeah that's him yeah. trying to get uh,
3: the operator. How good was your, your uh, dialing game? How how was your fing- phone finger blasting when it came to... Uh, <laughs>
8: uh,
3: I guess that was good. I was... A... I was... And, and if you had a, a number that had the numbers close in the dial circle,
10: mm-hmm. it was great
3: uh
0: let me go to rob rob you're on the air good morning
10: good morning how are you good what's up rob good. we at work we uh we just recently uh removed uh, what they call a dictaphone yes <laughs> it was a, a, a
3: recording device yeah a message device
10: yes uh what you would do is actually pick it up and you would hit it in a certain number and would um it would put a You put a message onto uh, your um, uh, secretary's uh, line or whatever, and people would, uh, and you could hit certain numbers and leave messages for other people in the office.
3: So, in those dictaphones and those old um, message recorders, they like, used to come with a a little like hand, a small unit that if you were away from the phone, correct. you would call and play the tone into your phone the, right. that you were on, and oh it gosh. would start the playback of your messages back at home or the office. Exactly. Okay.
10: Yeah. Okay. it was it was a weird it's a weird device. It, yeah, uh, and everybody. Yeah, uh, most of the office, uh, 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 the, the the people that were in um, you know uh, upper upper management would have one in their office, and they would use it to make you know leave messages for the secretaries or other 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 people. Rob, other what yeah. kind of office is it? Um, it was a uh, office. Uh, it was just a, a business office. Uh, we're in Maniok.
0: Yeah, no, but I'm curious what oh. type of business it is that would still use a dictaphone.
10: Oh, um, I, well, we do, we make... Uh, Nuclear we, missiles. We just make uh, wire. We do um, wire lubricants. Uh, for, okay. All
3: right. For, they don't really know. They, we, we
4: don't.
0: I, know. I, I have no idea. I'm right. oh, <laughs>
10: yeah, so curious Rob. as to oh, what you guys do. That, that's what we do. We, we, make, uh, wire, we yeah. make wire lubricants. All right. We, thank we, thank, we, you, we, we,
0: thank we, you, Rob. We make
10: oh, lubricants
0: for Appreciate <laughs> it. For wires. Go blow up the building. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I w- the only time I'd ever heard of dictafoam was from Blinded by the Light from Bruce Springsteen is it? Never, d- dictaphone. Oh wow! Fax
3: dictaphones, and antiquated typewriters, and things you hardly ever use.
0: A whole other conversation that yeah. he, he had just mentioned, and not really knowing what you do. And I, I met what is a, it we do? I met a guy. Not, it was a couple of years ago, and he gave me his position, and he tried to explain what he did, and he goes, "Listen, dude, I've tried to explain. People don't understand what huh? I do." They ju- you just don't get it. Or by their, their title, yeah. you have no idea what their job actually is. If
3: you stumble now, just say
0: wire lubricants. Yeah. Wire lubricants. We
3: make lubricant for wires. <laughs> you do what now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a comp troller.
4: My, oh. my friend sells color, by the way. Oh, do tell. Okay. I, I can't. I There's <laughs> no his, words on it. That's all I got. Uh, I rented green for the weekend. Uh, no, no. He doesn't rent them out. He sells colors only, but essentially he sells... Like pigments that people use for paints. Okay. And they're like, you know? Yeah. And so, but he was trying to explain it to me. And then he goes, he's like mad at me. He's like, yeah. I, I, I sell color. All right. Yeah. This is, I sell color.
3: L- lubricant for wires.
4: I have a
2: friend who is a scientist and what she does is so complicated and really nobody knows what she does. And she'll, I forget what she says, but she has like a standard response. Huh. And I remember hearing her say it and I was like, that's what you do. And she was like, not really, but it's just easier to say that. Yeah. Okay. You go through what yeah. I do. Can't you yeah.
3: just hold her hands up to the side of your head and project the information into your brain? <laughs> yeah. We might have to do that another time. Try to explain
0: to us what you do. I play sound effects for a living. And nobody gets it. (laughs) I play farts. Uh, That's a good job to have. It's good work if you can get it. Uh, I'm going to go to Bill. Hi, Bill. You're on the air. Good morning. Is this Bill? Hey, Bill, are you a photographer? Hello? Yeah. Oh,
6: this is uh, Phil. 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 Not Phil. Uh, Yeah, what's up, jabronis? Um...
8: (laughs) I, uh, I still shoot film,
3: photographic film. So in, instead of, obviously, the digital photography has exploded and, and now they can replicate all sorts of actual standard film quality, you're still a purist when it comes to film?
8: Uh, what was that? You're still a,
5: you're <laughs> still a purist? are still
0: not purist. the cell phone yeah. yet. Uh, so you, you still like to go old school. You prefer to do that with film.
5: I still like to shoot black
6: and white film. Uh, I develop it all at home myself. Uh, and I do like paid shoots with it, too. It's p- pretty fun. I-, I like the old school feel of it. I like developing it myself.
0: It's do you fun. do that exclusively as opposed to digital, or do you do both?
6: Uh, I-, I use both still, but lately it's been primarily film, just because it's uh, – lately it's been a lot of hobby stuff. There hasn't been many events. Uh, with the whole
3: pandemic, everything. But- I also wonder. I wonder if it's the same sort of thing with like vinyl as opposed to CD. If, they, if you believe the actual physical film lends itself to certain attributes you can't get with digital. Uh, yeah, yeah,
6: pretty much, exactly. Um, I, yeah, I just kind of like the look. Wire
3: of- lubricant. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. All right. That's thank it. you, for thank you.
6: Right. Yep.
0: Oh, we're nailing it today. <laughs> Uh, let me <laughs> Let me go to Michael here. Hey, uh Michael, good morning <laughs>
3: Good morning,
8: Look,
3: it. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, it.
8: Good morning, it. Good morning, it. Just
3: good hanging morning. out. Good morning, it. Just do it over there, buddy. We do it. Good morning, it. Good there? morning, it. <laughs> yeah, no, I um. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <have> a <laughs>
5: You're gonna have to hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Look it.
0: Just <laughs> hanging out. Good morning, it. Good morning, it. Look it. It's good morning, it outside. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Hey, Michael. Uh, Good morning. Yeah,
6: that's the best laugh I've gotten yet. Yeah, I have an authentic uh, Michigan-based
11: payphone in my home office. Um, and see, we got the blue and you know above oh. it, the uh, the the chip inside's been converted so that it can still take change. It, can, it has. I have all the keys and chucks. But I can make regular phone calls. It acts like a regular home phone.
4: Can you good morning
8: it? Can I? I'm
11: sorry. No. <laughs> now, so,
3: so what you've done is you've 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 uh, you've fitted retro equipment with yeah. current technology.
11: Well, I actually ha- I actually have that tied into a
0: fax machine, which makes it even more interesting. So that is. I'm sorry, Michael. We appreciate. It. We're not uh, laughing uh, at I'm you. Done. No, it's the good. wheels. Me. I. <laughs> I think that I was, I think I was just possessed for a moment. (laughs) You ever have something happen that you just, you, your mind, your brain, had no control over whatsoever? I'm sweating. Good morning, (laughs) it.
5: Oh, my God. I don't know why they got me so much. (laughs) (laughs) Just good morning. What
0: should I do with this? Good morning. Oh, God. (laughs) Holy crap. I can't... I don't even, you know... (laughs) I have been having trouble with my words all morning long, but I have... (laughs) We can ask Derek Pitts how that happens. Yeah. Yeah, It's clearly something... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is going on here. You just added the word it, and that's it. Like. <laughs> I know. Good morning, it. I want to hear it. Marissa, can you grab that, oh isolate God. that? Because I, I want to hear. Uh. I wonder if I was looking at something on the on the text messages. It's a, there's a text message. It says, good morning, it Vietnam. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy says it's not that funny. He's wrong. Mm-hmm.
3: No, you're totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm. naysayer oh boy
0: <laughs> all right uh
3: oh wait a minute You're the guy who has an
0: answer for lub- lubricated wire <laughs> all right hang please. on or wire lubricant i'm gonna go to tyler hey tyler good morning
6: good morning how are you guys good what's up buddy so uh, electricians i i'm actually you said it where i'm working next to electricians they use it they put it in the conduit when they have a long conduit run Okay, and it helps them be able to draw the wire that's in the conduit. It's
3: that like, makes sense. So if you're running yeah, so, ha- like like a uh, hundred yards of wire through, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this well, helps pull it through. I got it exactly. now.
6: And then this way, you don't you don't like if you pull too hard on the wire, obviously it'll separate it. But if they have to make it. They, I said, what's the, <laughs> you know, you can imagine a bunch of construction workers laughing about this. Yeah, like, why is it special lubricant? He goes, it's, di- it's non-conductive. Um, so it won't. It's not like if.
0: Okay, it's very specific uh, for yeah, that. It's okay, it's got
6: to be this way that if it's left in there, it's not like just water next to wires. It's
3: I gotcha. Not, not, you. Not, not that makes up. sense. All okay, right. now we're now
6: Funny, we understand. You know, but it's funnier the way you guys say. Right? <laughs> <All right. laughs> going that way, so. <laughs> all, all right. right. Good morning. Thank it. you. Thank you, Tyler.
0: Good morning. It to you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, well, the Chicago uh, Police Department still uses typewriters. Yes. So that's why I uh, I initially started that conversation, and uh, apparently a lot of other places use still use manual typewriters as well. So thanks so much for your calls. You know what? Let's give away some goodies. I have a $25 gift card from our friends at JT Brewski's Pub, and they're here as part of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night home gate kickoff. And you can visit the contest page, WMMR.com, and get entered to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve show. And you can enjoy $3.50 Bud Lights, Bud Light Seltzers, and Bud Light Platinums in a safe environment all season long at JT Brewski's, one of the great local restaurant partners of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night home gate kickoff series. So... Caller number 18, you get a $25 gift card from JT Brewskis. Coming back with the chief astronomer of the Franklin Institute, a good friend, Mr. Derek Pitts, will be joining us. Stay with us.
9: WMMR.com A great way to stay up to date on the latest rock news and station happenings Listen live via your laptop the free mobile app or just tell your smart speaker to play MMR From Preston and Steve's daily rush to Pierre's weekend calendar and the latest on Jackson's local shots It's everything that rocks your computer
0: Our next guest is the chief astronomer at the Franklin Institute and we are excited to have him on as we always are And, in fact, tomorrow night is the Night Skies event with him, and it's going to be a beautiful, crystal-clear evening, which is wonderful for stargazing. Awesome. Uh, Please, let's say good morning it to the one and only (laughs) Mr. Derek Pitts.
10: Yay! Yay. Good
0: morning, Derek.
10: How are
0: you? We're wonderful. How are you doing, sir? Doing very well,
10: thank you.
0: Excellent. So, yeah, we're all set to go for another great night of stargazing. And, by the way, for those uh, people who aren't familiar... Uh, with the Night Skies event now being done virtually, or the home event, uh, wh- what does that entail for people who want to be a part of?
11: So this is a perfect opportunity for people to refamiliarize themselves with the night sky, reconnect with the night sky. And, you know, in this particular time when we have all this crazy stuff going on, going outside to look at the night sky right from your front step or in your backyard – Is a great way to like decompress, unwind, get a little bit of, you know, comfort and solace and all that kind of stuff because the night sky is a great place to do just that kind of thing. So, what we have in store for us tomorrow is we have great planets that are going to be visible and everybody can see them. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to step right out and tell people. Get those binoculars out, and you're going to use those binoculars so that you can take a look at the biggest planet of the solar system. You can look at the planet that has all those great rings, and you can also look at the red planet of the solar system. And you can do this all in one night before midnight if you Ooh. have to go to bed early.
3: Okay. All right. So I have uh, two telescopes, uh, Derek. One that I've lent one for to... each eye. Yeah. one well, <laughs> yes. Uh, one that I lent for to uh, to uh, uh, Nick and his son Ben, and I. They're they're both Celestron. And they both have this GPS um, thing that that, that ooh, brings. I just got into th- this sort of stuff, which is mind blowing. So I'm now super into this, and and the amount of tech, even for the the neophyte, like I'm I'm just you know barely scratching the surface. But the amount of stuff as far as apps and what you're doing, it's never been a better time for this. Correct?
11: Yeah, that's true. This is a great time for this because first of all. You've already watched every Netflix streaming thing you've ever wanted to see. You've done all the crossword puzzles. You've done all the jigsaw puzzles. So now that telescope that you've had sitting in the closet for a while, this is the time to pull that telescope out because the skies are beginning to clear for the fall, and you can refamiliarize familiarize yourself with how to use it. But like you were saying, you know, telescopes these days have all of these great accessories that make, it, make them easier to use. And one of them is this GPS onboard that allows the telescope to know where it is, what time it is, and it can use that to help draw out a map of the sky so that you can then just use the handheld remote control to command the telescope to jump around the sky and look at different objects, and you – Don't have to do the hunting and searching yourself.
3: And it makes it because I'm an idiot. I'm a complete idiot. And so I would always, I'd get something in the telescope and I'd bump it an inch and travel 15,000 miles across the universe in the telescope. So (laughs) uh, that's no longer an issue.
11: Well, that's because now many telescopes have motor drive systems. They have a little motor that will push the telescope along to track the object that you're seeing. Yes. So as long as you don't kick the tripod leg or something like that, once you set the telescope on the object, it should follow it for the entire evening. And this gives you a chance to sort of like relax, take a view now, <laughs> go inside, get a glass of wine, come back out, take another look, see something a little bit different because of the wine you drank, but you know, <laughs> see a little bit better view, right? So this is a really great time to do this. And, you know, the other thing that's
0: happening is that
11: tomorrow night is a full
0: moon. Ah. Oh, and, yeah. and we, we had mentioned earlier how even if you have binoculars, taking a look at the moon just with binoculars amazing. is an eye-opener.
11: Yes, this is very true. Now, one caution we should keep in mind. Looking at the moon, full moon particularly, through a telescope or with binoculars, it's going to be bright. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and and the other problem is that under that full moon condition, there are no shadows created by mountains or crater walls. So you can't really see any definition on the moon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see the craters and you can see the, you know, little moon people running around and stuff like that. But. The better thing to do is to look at the moon when it's either at last quarter or at first quarter because then the shadows created by the sunlight striking across the surface makes everything stand out in 3D, and it looks marvelous. Okay. You can see mountaintops sticking out of craters. You can see crater rims really distinctly, and the shadows make a big difference. So tomorrow night what I'm going to do is I'm going to guide people through the sky give them everything they need to know to, you know, use constellations as sort of like sky landmarks to map your way along. Then I'll help you figure out where the planets are, how you see those, give you the layout for where the moon is going to be and things like that. But guess what? NASA's going to do me a big favor tomorrow night. They're capping off my program with a rocket launch.
0: Ah, that's tomorrow night.
11: Yeah, right. So tomorrow night, from the Mid-Atlantic Regional Spaceport, which is down in southern Delaware, there's going to be a rocket launch at 9.38 p.m. Now, if you were closer to that region, you might be able to see it as it takes off. But you can easily follow it on NASA's YouTube channel, and you can see it as it takes off, you know, through their cameras. But I thought it was really nice of them to, like, <laughs> That was nice of them. They're such
3: huge supporters yeah, of this event. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
11: Hey, but, dare- my, but tomorrow... I'm. I'm just going to make sure that everybody feels comfortable with getting out underneath the night sky and finding their along, finding their way along easily and quickly.
0: Love okay. it. Love it. I, I have a question about stargazing. Uh, you know, clearly our our sun is a star, and uh, if if you look directly at it, uh, there's damage that can happen to your eyes. You can go blind oh, yeah. if, if you spend enough time looking at it. Absolutely. the the stars given their their distance is there was there any potential if you were looking in in a telescope at a star for a length of time that you could do any kind of damage to your eyesight absolutely not okay i absolutely thought there wasn't because you I, never hear anybody say anything about it and i know it's so far away but is it just because that the 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 radiation or whatever it is that the particles don't travel that far or they it, they, they don't, don't have the strength by the time they get here That's exactly it. They don't have the strength by the time they get
11: here. By the time they get here, we're seeing many, many fewer photons of light than the star is actually putting out. Here we are. Oh, my gosh, we're 93 million miles away from the sun. 93 million. It's so bright that we can't look at it, (laughs) even at 93 million miles away. So a star, the next closest star, being 26 trillion miles away, well, the light is so diffused by the time it gets to us, we can see it just fine. But it's not intense enough to cause
3: us any harm. Okay, all right. So I have a couple questions. I'll, I'll get one concerning the telescope out of the way. I'm just learning yep. that, that different filters, c- color filters, can allow you to see different planets in different ways. Am I am I correct in assuming that colored filters can assist in stargazing?
11: They, they absolutely can, but it's particularly for planet gazing. That's okay. what the filters are really for. And what the different colored filters do is they change the contrast that you're seeing on the planet. And this is absolutely true for Jupiter and for Saturn. Because as okay. you change the colors in the filters, it allows you to see different bands of color in the atmosphere of Jupiter or in the atmosphere of Saturn. Very so that cool. really makes a difference.
3: Very yeah. excited. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, I, have, very exciting. I have, I keep a Derek Pitts file on my computer <laughs> of questions to ask you. And I was on NASA's website and they were talking about the super black holes, which they say are a, a trillion times larger than our sun. And I wanted to know, has there been verification or is just, is this just at this point a theoretical observation?
11: Well, you know, what's happening in a lot of instances of situations like this is that astronomers can see the, you know, we can't see black holes directly. That's the first thing, okay? And so what astronomers are always looking at to identify the existence of black holes is how their incredible gravitational pull affects everything else around them. And what they've been able to identify is that there must be some super gigantic black holes because the effect that they're having on surrounding space shows that the mass of the black hole has to be off the charts in order for that particular phenomenon to show up.
3: I mean, so, that's, so, so on, on a level of just um, destructive capability uh, or, oh, or, oh, or man. Uh, that. So put that in perspective, if you could. For okay. Me.
11: So, <laughs> so it's no problem for a moderate sized black hole to tear up a star like our Sun okay no problem at all but if you have a super gigantic black hole that super gigantic black hole can do a couple of things first of all it can gobble stars like it's eating gumdrops okay so that's not a problem Jeez. but the other thing these really gigantic black holes do is they generate enough power that they can create they can cause the creation of new stars through the shockwaves that they send out in a galaxy. In fact, what you can say is that these supermassive, like really gigantic black holes provide the power that galaxies need to make new stars. And, man, that's some kind of power because, you know, we're talking about a uh, uh, an object in space that has in it 300 billion stars. So you've got a black hole that's big enough to generate enough energy to – bring that number of stars into existence and keep them going that's pretty serious stuff
1: (laughs) yeah so
5: i want to ask you a a less serious question derek because um i am sure as a scientist you have uh, informed opinions about astrology right but there is a history behind astrology and when it comes to stargazing uh does it ever inform where you are going to look for something or or something about cassiopeia or whatever that may may think may make you think oh there's something behind that 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 to me is intriguing
11: Right. So before astronomy became a science, okay, and this is before the time of Galileo. After the time of Galileo, astronomy really became a science as we know science today. But before that, astrologers were people who really kept track of the motion of the planets as they passed through constellations of the sky. So the idea of astrology allowed people to keep track of planetary motion. And it wasn't necessarily the kind of thing. I mean, there were some people who were, you know, casting charts and trying to tell people's state and all that kind of stuff. But astrologers were the first people to keep accurate records of the motions of the planets. Now, what this did was this allowed scientists like Tycho Brahe to begin to formulate theories on planetary motion. That same astrological information allowed other people like Copernicus and Kepler and others to have a good understanding of the motions so that they could put them into a real theory of how the solar system functioned. And this is how we got from the geocentric theory of the solar system, Earth at the center, to the heliocentric with the sun at the center. So astrology played a role wow. in helping us get to where we are.
0: That's pretty cool. Uh, up to more recent things. I saw this, uh, you know, I get my uh, regular uh, astrophysical journal uh, in the mail. Uh, that <laughs> oh, yeah, a yeah. a uh, graduate student University of Riverside had published um, a, a study done that they have narrowed down about how much matter is made up. It, it makes up the entire universe. I don't know if you saw this or not, but I guess this was recently released. But they said about um, if it was spread across the space of the universe, it would be um, make up around one-third of the total matter and energy in the universe. Matter does. Uh, and they said that that would mean that it would, it, it, to give you some perspective, six hydrogen atoms per cubic meter is the number they came up with. But 80% wow. of that, yeah, 80% of that is considered dark matter, which do we even really know what that is? <laughs>
11: You know, I love, this
0: topic. And
8: I, <laughs> I love this
11: topic. I love this topic because when you talk about dark matter and the companion dark energy that go with it, I get to say this really cool thing, which is we have no idea what the hell is going on.
3: That's right? a mind blower. That is. That, it's, a,
11: it's a complete mind blower. But the, wait a minute. Here's here's the way I really love to think about this. If 80 percent of the universe is dark matter and dark energy and only 20 percent is the matter that we actually see, then does that – could that possibly mean that there's some other process going on in the universe, right, in which the matter that we know of is just a byproduct? That's,
3: that, 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 that the dark matter is the after effect of something else. No no, 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 no! That the, the matter, matter is that the, the matter, matter is that the dark matter
0: is the real thing, and we're, and just, the we're just, just we're, we're, just, we're, we're the just poop, we're the excrement, we're yeah. the reflection,
4: uh, so to speak. Oh my God!
11: Yeah, yeah, right. It could be now. Now I love to put I love to put things out like this just to get people to think. Yeah, right. We have no idea yet what the story is with dark matter and dark energy, and if physics works out the way it's supposed to, this all fits in together some way logically, which we don't yet understand, but. I'd love to push people to think about what the possibilities could be only because we as humans with this three pound hunk of stuff on the top of our heads, we can think about this. And our listeners today can think about this. This is not the kind of thing where you necessarily want to back off and say it's only for the egghead, you know, researchers to think about. Let's everybody think about that because it's just a cool way to envision your universe in yet a different way than you ever thought of it before. It
3: opens creativity. It it opens up your mind to possibilities. In, in a more in a more um, pragmatic um, question here concerning the future of the space program and the mission to Mars and the base that or the, the the what they're planning for Mars. Have they selected what they consider to be an optimum location on Mars for all this? Oh,
10: there are still
11: a number of. Candidate locations. They have not identified as of yet the target place where they want people to land on Mars
0: yet. All right.
11: Okay. They're uh, still sort of sorting through to figure out what what would be the best place to do that.
0: Gotcha. All right. And, uh,
11: that's, and that's a little ways away. So we've, okay, just, yeah. we've just been able to figure out where to put people on the moon.
3: That makes sense. We have time for, to talk to Martian realtors. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Get the best well, you, uh, you, square footage price. Well,
11: You, you know, if you like, I can, I can sell you an acre of Martian land. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I might if be interested. Yeah. Hey, Derek. Call, I, my, call my office. I'll be happy to, uh, to show you some MLS listings for Mars. I, right. I, I
0: don't know if we've, if we've asked you this before or not, but I'm curious, and, and people who are in your line of work, what would you like to see discovered or achieved before you die.
11: Yeah, well, you know what? Um If you had if so you if you
0: were pressed to pick, pick one thing, one one big thing that you would like to learn before you pass.
11: Uh I would I would like to well, I got to start with this one. I okay. would like to learn that uh humans have enough sense to properly care for this planet. Right. That's okay. Number 1. Yep. Number 2, I want to find out whether or not there was any kind of life either on Mars or on any of those uh, ice moons orbiting the planet Saturn. I'd like to know that. Okay. And and then last, man, I would like to either know whether or not uh, exactly how gravity works because I want to understand how the universe really, truly began.
3: OK, interesting. Well, talking about the ice caps, there is this information that came out that researchers discover what they believe were the remnants and are perhaps currently salty lakes found on the under the southern polar ice cap of Mars. Is this true?
11: Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is Mars is such an incredibly intriguing place because it keeps showing up with more really great stuff. So, you know, we've known for we've known for a while that there probably are deposits, uh, some kind of collection of water under the Martian polar caps, the salty part, that makes it even more intriguing. And that we have good evidence now to confirm that uh, just takes us further down the line that not only was Mars warmer and wetter in its past, but that the environment was so much closer to what Earth is like, Wow! you know, that the possibility that there might have been some form of life starting to develop at one point, that, that really just begs us to go to Mars and find out for sure.
3: Yeah, before they come here. <laughs> you know, that's exactly right. We need to beat them to it. We need to well, get there before they get here. Let our diseases spread, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like H.G. Wells. Uh, no, that's awesome. That, it's just it's so fascinating and intriguing. And what you do with the, um, the Night Skies uh, event is awesome. Yeah.
11: Hey, you know what? It's meant to empower people to connect with the Night Skies, particularly kids, because planets are easy for kids to observe. And the cool here's the cool thing. If you begin to recognize the pattern when these planets are visible... You can make this like a lifelong project or a family project or a generational project where you watch the appearance of these planets over time. And, you know, this harkens back to what our ancestors did when they learned and knew the night sky so well.
0: Nice. Derek, uh, how do people join you for night skies at home tomorrow night?
11: So we're on uh, the Franklin Institute's Facebook page tomorrow night, so seven forty-five. Join us, Franklin Institute's Facebook page. You'll see me there. I'll be hosting the program, Night Skies at Home, give you all the information you need to know to become a crack astronomer. (laughs) I love it. And the other cool thing is that I'm looking for everybody's questions. So, you know, when you uh, send us your comments, send me your questions about astronomy, about space exploration. I'm happy to take those questions. And, uh, you know, whatever you got, Bring it on. Let's see what we
0: can do with it. Excellent. Love you. Thank you, Derek Pitts. We appreciate it. Chief astronomer of the Franklin Institute tomorrow night, 745. And the first Thursday of each month, uh, they
3: do that. So Derek is, he's the best, man. I love talking to him. It gives us the opportunity to to fanboy and freak out about this stuff. I, I hope... We're interested. I hope other people. Fuck. And we only we only just scratched the surface. I know. Too. I mean, there's
0: so much more we could talk about, but, you know, that's for another time. I know, Kathy, I'm sorry we yeah. didn't let you jump in at all. all right. I, she had know. like nine questions she didn't get to. <laughs> we didn't get a chance. All right, but we do have our next guest who is ready to go. So Brad, William reach, Brad Williams reached out to you, Case, right? Uh, yeah, well, through Meredith, but yes. Oh, okay. And so apparently there is a new drug that offers children with dwarfism a chance uh, for fewer medical issues and closer to average height. That is what it says in this particular okay. bit of information yes. that I have here. And Brad wanted to weigh in on that. Brad obviously has dwarfism. He's one of the funniest guys we know. He's, He's come great. out here so many times. So let's get him on, ladies and gentlemen. Brad Williams.
6: Yay! Hi, Brad. How do I follow the astronomer?
0: You know, I know. It's it's we're, tough,
6: man. We're talking about super black holes. The only super black holes I know are what I google on Pornhub. Gravitational <laughs> <laughs> poles and Stars and cosmos, life on Mars. And now let's go to the midget telling <laughs> poop joke. <Yeah. laughs> well, listen, and we wanted
3: to make sure we got you on about it because this is interesting as well. And I, I we were talking about this earlier and it sort of raises a debate that we were familiar with. We talked about it on the show a while ago. We don't get too controversial. with stuff, But there was a thing. There was a reaction. When the cochlear uh, implant came out and there were people yes. in the deaf community who were reacting and saying it was sort of an aberration, that mm-hmm. it was it was almost suggesting that this was you know, that this is this cannot be a, this is a normalcy that, that, that yes, that that it that you need to fix people. Right. And um, and so there's different schools of thought. So so give us your insight on this particular issue, Brad.
6: Yeah, well, first of all, just to kind of brief, briefly summarize, and you guys did, uh, but there is now an injection uh, that you give to dwarf children, and it helps them uh, sort of outgrow dwarfism. They keep growing, whereas if they have dwarfism, they stop. Now, it's not all types of dwarfism. It's just uh, my type of dwarfism, which is called achondroplasia. Uh, now, it's very important to say it's only for kids. So I'm thankful for that cuz that doesn't mean that anyone could come up to me after a show stab me with a needle and now I have to write a whole new album. <laughs> 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 this would be a real this issue with your thick. career, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even I'm, think about that. I kind of built a brand here, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If someone wants to go and cure Dinklage, go right ahead. You know, <laughs> go cure Dinklage. That way, I mean, everyone knows dwarves are like Highlanders. There can be only one. All right. okay. I got gotcha. you. Nice. But uh, so you give this injection children and they sort of outgrow dwarfism. Uh, but my question is, is the type, the type of dwarfism that it works on, a, uh, achondroplasia, those aren't just mini-humans. We are not exactly proportional, okay? I've got uh, 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 small legs. I've got uh, these little T-Rex arms. I can't masturbate standing up. <laughs> um, and I have an average-sized body. I have a head that is just, like, I don't have dreams. I have movies. It, <laughs> it's just big. It, 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 it's a big head. And then I have a butt that any rapper would want to uh, go into. Okay. Okay. It's just, so my question is, is when the kids get this injection, does everything grow in proportion? So now are you just a giant dwarf? So now are you like a five foot eight? Person with like a very large head. I see I what you're know. saying. Because there there's
3: specific physical features that that would, in other words, does that mitigate that aspect of it, or does it simply make that larger? Is is what you're saying?
6: Yeah, because if if my head got bigger, it'd be a bobblehead situation. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think i'd be able to walk brad is there is there a form of dwarfism
0: where people are proportionate and just look like a you know a, a small a smaller yeah. uh, proportionally correct you know it's, it's hard to use these terms but anyhow sure, there sure, is sure, sure.
6: yeah uh well there's actually uh because dwarfism is a genetic mutation there's over a hundred different types of dwarfs and that's right we are a genetic mutation mm. So you're talking to a real life X-Man, everybody. <laughs> it's good. I'm but, a I, I'm a superhero now. Now my powers suck. Don't get me wrong. Right, uh, right. You know I, I I have the power to wear kids' shoes well into my late 30s. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my, my Powers
3: <laughs> still pretty. Cool. Hey,
4: we saw you dunk on a little tyke's basketball hoop. So that <laughs> that's was pretty,
0: pretty amazing. Yeah.
6: So, like, so, so, so the debate is: is should we do this? Should right. we, should we be allowed to do this? And uh, I, I feel bad because I don't really have a definite answer for you. Because um, uh, my thing is, I wouldn't want to do it, but I've made a really great life for myself. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I go around, I tell jokes for a living. Um, I've got, I've got a house that I paid for with jokes. I got a tall, hot Asian wife. I'm living the American dream.
3: Yeah, I've been uh, I've been I've been reading about her too. I want to I want to I want to talk to you ab- about that. But I want to ask just uh, tangentially to what you're bringing up: Are there medical issues that are part of this type of dwarfism that are eliminated, uh, or or um, you know at least stalled yeah. with this shot? Yeah.
6: Uh, I don't know for sure. I don't want to say one way or the other, but I will say that uh, with achondroplastic dwarfism. Typically, there are medical issues. Uh, I'm going through this uh, again right now because uh, my uh, baby daughter, who turns eight months old in two weeks, uh, she is an achondroplastic dwarf herself. So um, now I'm sort of living this from the parental side. But yes, uh, there are breathing issues. Uh, There are obviously legs in terms of uh, and arms your uh, your bone structure is different your back is weak your right. neck is not your neck is not as strong and life can just be a little bit harder if you're a foot shorter than everybody else so yep. all those are absolutely uh, medical issues and if you can stop that from happening to your kids it's tough to say all right don't you know just let the bad things happen to them because we want to build character, you know. Uh, yeah, no these are these are real deals. No, this
0: considerations. is considerations. Exactly, Brad. I mean, and and we have a lot of us are, are parents here, and and you want to protect your children. I want to protect my children. I I want to. Now, while I do understand uh in preparing them for the real world, I still have an innate um, uh, you know draw to make sure that I do everything I, t- I can to protect my children. You are a confident man. You're you're sharp witted. I'll bet you let a lot of stuff roll off your back, but not everybody is that way. And there are slings and arrows out there that that come in another way, not just in uh, physically, you know, being healthy, uh, but mentally mm-hmm. being healthy as well. So, mm-hmm. but but a lot of people don't know if you're going to turn out like that. And he wasn't always
4: on. that way. Like you know, I, listen, Brad. I don't. I, I didn't know you growing up, but I, I don't know if you had a thick skin always, right? And, or if that's something that you had to develop over time, and if it was something that you could actually um, mitigate, you know, for your offspring, I, I totally understand that. Like, you know, like, yeah. um, I, you know, I'm a parent as well, and I know that, you know, my struggles growing up are, are you know, just they're tiny compared to other people's struggles. But if I could, you know, somehow mitigate any of those things for, for my child or my children that – I would I would have to say
6: yeah, I would do that for them. I totally understand and and don't downplay your struggles as a straight white man in America. We all <laughs> know that <you laughs> hard. Uh, so I I get it. Your well, people have been persecuted for years. Uh,
4: well listen, Brett, I, I mean listen, you know, your problems are your problems, and I I am totally downplaying. But like for me, I like one of my biggest issues growing up was like I was super duper pre pubescent uh, prepubescent. I didn't have like Hair, where like young men have hair, like well into my high school years, I, in the locker room, I had to change in the corner so like people didn't see that I didn't have hair on my balls, and like that was like a it was yeah, important that, that, that was important to yeah. me at that time. Right? It, no,
6: I no, I completely <laughs> understand. So when you see the kid with muscular dystrophy, you can walk up to that kid and be like, hey, I get the struggle. Uh, I, 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 I had did. to buy a Merkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't grow <laughs> hair until I was 20. Uh, yeah. I, complete, I completely understand and um, you <laughs> know, really I, 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 hope, I hope that when someone Brand. wonders and questions you why you park in the handicapped space, you <laughs> can uh, show them your pre
8: ticket.
4: <laughs> 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 it's like, dude, I don't have any hair in my armpits. You understand why I have to park so close to yeah, the store. Yeah, right, right, right.
6: <laughs>
3: Besides, you still have a you have a wheelchair.
6: Well, yeah. what, what, now, don't get me wrong, but but you are but you but but you do bring up a great point, and that and that is if you had offered me this drug in high school, I I I would have guzzled it like Barney from The Simpsons at the bar. Okay, yeah. like like because high school was tough, and I was per- like. If there was a friend zone Hall of Fame, I would be a first rounder. Yeah. <laughs> I was in there, man. So yeah. I understand. So high school was tough. It wasn't until I became an adult, became a stand-up comic, I, I really kind of came into my own. So I completely get it. And the the, 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 the hard part about this particular drug is that um, it doesn't. You you have to give it to a child, and a child hasn't really had that experience yep. yet, to where they can really make those choices for themselves. It's uh, it's the parents, but don't think that you give this drug to your kid and then your kid is LeBron James. Okay, oh, yeah. it, like, like I said before, it sounds like if if your child is a dwarf and that makes you uncomfortable, and you give this drug to your kid, then that your child becomes a five foot seven dwarf. And and we, and we can still know that they are a little person, right? So
3: those yeah, these are these are multitude of, of things to be considered. I, I I would not want to be in a position to have to make that decision, right?
6: Yeah, but uh, and here here comes the shameless plug. Everybody, yeah, uh, get ready for it. But if you want to hear me talk about this and other things, uh, but you don't want to leave your house and you want and you want to stay safe, I'm doing a virtual. Stand-up comedy show November fourteenth from uh, my, from my house, so so you can stay safe. You can watch me do comedy. Uh, just go to Rush r u s h t i x com. Get those tickets, uh, and you and you can watch my comedy in your jam jams. Okay, let's get <laughs> let let's get back to it. <laughs> no, Brad. So
3: so let me ask you, just in general. no, obviously, we you, 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 we love your your stand up. You're great, hilarious, and that's great. We love love to promote the show as well. Uh, are you in the mindset now that you're 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 taking you're kind of on a fact finding, opinion finding mission at this point to help inform your decision?
6: Yeah. I mean, I kind of am. Uh, uh, Bill, Bill Burr ha- uh, had this great bit that, like, uh, technology is great and medical advancements are great, but you just don't want to be first. Yes. You know? Yeah, like, no, he's right. Yeah. You, you want to you wait until things happen, and then you go, okay, did they grow a third leg? No? Okay, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let them uh,
0: beta test that for a little bit. Right
6: yeah so i would definitely like to see some test results before I e- even consider uh putting a shot um in uh, into my daughter and uh, quote unquote curing dwarfism right. uh but uh, i i would absolutely consider it i is, would absolutely consider it
4: is it one shot and and if it is like uh what age it can do you have to to make that decision
6: uh i it's funny um I have fantastic relatives uh, that think that. Now, th- this is where I push back because I have a relative who is a doctor who uh, told me, "Like, hey, your daughter's a dwarf. There's this thing that can cure her. Here's the link. Sign on up. Let's go." And it's like, oh, that kind of made me mad. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, she can start getting injections at age uh, three. Uh, three now. Now, don't get me wrong. I like this is certainly uh, like if you wanted to quote unquote cure dwarfism. This is an upgrade of what they used to have to do, which is a taffy puller. Right. Yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's, that's way better than that. But no. Uh, actually, what they used to do, and this is absolutely true, they uh, if you wanted your child not to be a dwarf anymore, they would put braces on their arms and legs uh, that would break their bones. Oh yeah. the my um, head- god. Every day, every day, you would turn a crank that would uh, separate your bone by a couple of millimeters, and then over throughout the day and while you sleep, your bones grow back. Therefore, you get taller. Uh, that that was the old way of doing it. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that sounds that that sounds like a medieval. Uh, torture thing but no that's what people did in the name of science. Brad so, a,
5: a listener texted in and wondered if there was any possibility where if, if you got the shot you would turn into Dinklage in Avengers Infinity War where you're the giant dwarf on a planet that that can't happen right? What, I
6: mean if it can do I do I get to make weapons for Thor? Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm
8: in.
3: These are Let's things try. to consider you can't just be willy-nilly about this.
6: Yeah, well, no, there, there's all there's all things that you have to consider, wh- whether it be for yourself or a parent. But the one thing that I would that I would implore people is that uh, if dwarfism does not affect you, if, if, if it's not effective to you, if, if, if it's not in your family, if it's not in your friends, don't tell someone else what to do. Right. OK, don't don't say like, well, well, in my opinion, what you have to do, you don't know you haven't lived through it. Uh, you don't know anything about it, so just shut the hell up and let and, and, and let people who are actually experiencing it make those decisions for themselves. I would. If, I would. No,
3: and that's support. exactly right. You you can support and uh, people who are, and we, I'm sure we're hitting people who who are you know certainly have uh, firsthand experience and people in their family or, or people who are uh, with you know making decision or might be informing um, your decision on this as well. It's all part of the process. Your daughter's. You know, gorgeous. She's such a. a we look at the pictures, gorgeous. I wanted to ask you about your um your your wife just quickly. So, yeah, she's as we know she's a badass. Taekwondo black belt holder. It says here trained, yeah. and I didn't know this. Also in hapkido,
6: yep. arnis, judo, yep. and escabo don. What is that? <laughs> uh, what that means is that she wins every argument. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, no, yeah, no, She, she's a she she's a trained weapon uh that's 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 what i'm married to everybody uh yeah uh fourth yeah fourth don black belt uh really just it's i i i i married the karate kids wet dream okay yeah. that that's what i married everybody. that is awesome yeah so it, it is fantastic because I have literally watched uh, my wife knock somebody out. Wow, who, uh, who, uh, who deserved it? And uh, man, if that 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 should be a category on Pornhub. I bet she got some that night, man. Right? Oh, uh, that 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 was just an aphrodisiac. So, yeah. Uh, my wife is a certified badass, and I'm and I'm lucky to be married to her. Not not just because she's uh, staring daggers at me right now, but uh, <laughs> because that uh, you know she can protect my daughter in a way that I can't. Yeah, that so that so, so that's so that's very good. Nice, and I'm um, and I'm 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 very thankful, and and also. Do you, do you guys have commercials anymore? I think we've been talking. For <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
0: I'm being pressured to take <laughs> them now, but not before I <laughs> mention that I think <laughs> you're going to be you're going to be back in April. You're scheduled to be at Helium sometime in April, right?
6: Yeah, I'm scheduled to be back in April. If that's too long, like I said, I have a virtual comedy show and virtual uh, meet and greet cocktail party. So okay. you watch the show, you watch me do stand up then uh I make a drink, you make a drink, we hang out we talk we uh, i I'll, I'll, I'll answer some questions if you want to watch that 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 is November fourteenth uh from my house it's uh, so you go to RushTix.com, dot com r u s h t i x dot com and then get those tickets for the virtual show uh watch that then or wait till I'm back in april helium and then you, and then you could come watch in the more traditional sta uh, stand-up
0: sense. Excellent. Done deal. All right, Brad, good to talk to you. Thanks for getting in touch, and we'll see you soon. All right, man? Sounds great. Thanks, got guys. It. Brad Williams, guys! Yeah! He's awesome. He's excellent. All right, we yeah, he's right. We got commercials, but we got to take a <laughs> break. We'll come back in a second. Stay with us.
9: Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Oh. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more.
0: You guys want to hear the isolated clip of me saying good morning it? Yeah. Yes. A little <laughs> while ago we had a caller and for some reason I <laughs> added the word it when I said good morning and uh this is what I, I haven't listened to this yet, so here we go. Lubricant. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. That's thank a, you, thank
8: Phil. You,
0: right. Yep. <laughs> oh, we're nailing it today. Uh let me <laughs> <laughs> let me go to Michael here. Hey, uh Michael,
3: good morning it. Good morning, Good
8: morning it. Good morning it. Good
3: morning it. Good morning it. Just hanging out. Good morning it. I know why you did it. Why? You said we're really nailing it. That's what I think too. Oh, and yeah. Nailing it was in your mind. You're still lingering. Right. Uh-huh. right oh, on. we're nailing it
0: today. Uh, let me <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah. Let me go to Michael here. Hey, uh, Michael, good morning. Good morning.
8: <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
0: by the way, it's already a Daily Rush video that is up at <laughs> Steve.com, Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Nick Murphy has done his magic, and he's uh, he's isolated <laughs> that, and it's now available for you to watch. You can see it at uh, com. sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's Comedy, First Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. Along with the nun with the club foot and everything else. Beakless uh, the, rooster. The, the beakless rooster. <laughs> everything that's happened this week. Yeah. So. Um, all right. We need to do the bizarre file. Now,
1: bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen bizarre. and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File.
0: Bizarre. Brought to you this morning by uh, autopartsexpert.com. And it is for, it's for hard to find brand name parts in stock and in our area. You can order your parts and pick them up in about thirty minutes. Autopartsexpert. dot com. A post on uh, a tweet actually that was posted that simply said "Sir" in front of a picture of a row house with a sign in front of it. So that's the the tweet. The actual tweet said "Sir," but the picture had a sign in front of a house, and the sign said, "This is not a Buffalo Wild Wings." <laughs> It's just in front of a a row home. Right. So apparently the person who lives at this address had posted the sign, uh, ended up responding to the tweet. and He added some clarity to the sign and said, I have the same address as a Buffalo Wild Wings, except I'm Southwest and they are Southeast. Okay. uh, Okay. We get a minimum. Ten doorbell rings a night oh my God from delivery drivers that think they're picking up the For, order. For, like, Uber Eats and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, oh, to come boy. by and get it. And he said, even though the fact that my house is clearly not a Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> oh, people come in regularly, so much so that I've had to put a sign in front that said, this is not... A Buffalo Wild Wings. That's funny.
2: Not as funny as that, but um, there's a similar address to mine. It's it's the same number, same street name, but it's like Lane and Road. And yes. so I'll get a lot of, um, when I have like service done on, you know, my heating, air conditioning, things like that. They're like, we're here. We've been knocking. No one's there. I'm like. I'm home. Right. Are you sure you're not at the townhouses? And they're yeah. like, oh, okay, we'll be right over. <laughs>
0: yep, yep, it happens, it happens. A man in France lost his job teaching kindergarten after a parent complained that his tattoos and body modifications scared their child. And I was like, oh, come on. But then again, I read about what he has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 35-year-old uh, Sylvain Helene's body, face, and tongue. Are covered in tattoos, and the whites of his eyes have been surgically Ew. turned black. He
3: looks, okay. he looks
0: frightening. Yes, yeah, so he's uh, he's going for a, a very distinct look here. And uh, although he's no longer allowed to teach children under the age of five at the uh, Doctor Moreir Elementary School, he is able to work his job working with aged six and older students. I but mean... he's gone for the full line. Right. Well, wow, look like that Enigma guy that comes by here with the sideshow from time to time. So he lost his job, but he still can uh, teach in other regard. A 59-year-old Florida man was arrested for battering his girlfriend with a slice of pizza. No! Police responded to a call about a disturbance Wednesday and were met by the 51-year-old victim who claimed that Sean Metcalf smacked her in the face <gasps> with a piece of pizza. So, I uh, didn't say. The woman uh, told authorities, I mean, the Detroit pizza's all the rage right now, so maybe yeah. it was that. Uh, The woman told, and that'd be kind of spongy. That actually, as long not hot. What am I talking about? Yeah, I am talking about the need to eat pizza. Pizza.
8: No, that's ignorant.
0: (laughs) Uh, The (laughs) the woman told authorities she was uh, taking items to the trash, including a pizza box she mistakenly thought was empty. When Metcalf became angry and started yelling at her, she tossed the box back and. At him, causing the pizza to fall out, Metcalf reportedly picked up one of the slices and began hitting her in the face and chest with the pizza. According to the probability cause affidavit, Metcalf admitted to losing his cool, but to not any physical violence. However, police reported that the woman was covered in grease, red sauce, and toppings. Uh, Metcalf was arrested for domestic battery, a misdemeanor. A mugger in an ninja costume got much a much needed lesson in manners Monday from a Manhattan mother who happens to be as good at kickboxing as she is as teaching etiquette. Uh, Micah Meyer had proved to be no pushover when she was attacked from behind by a robber who tried to make off with her purse while she was walking with her three-year-old daughter. Meyer screamed and fought the ninja off long enough for two construction workers and a doorman to come to her rescue. The do gooders chased down the costume crook, and they held him until police arrived. Uh, She said, I think he was shocked that I fought back. I think uh, I was more aggressive than he had uh, expected, but I train for this stuff. I leave my manners classes, and I go to kickbox. Uh, she said she still suffered some some bruises on her back and arms after she fell, still kicking. Uh, she also tore a thumbnail. Uh, she said there was a little tug of war over the bag for maybe a second or two, and then he started running, and once I, I think he saw the attention coming, he got out of there. dorm and grabbed him. Uh, Meyer said that uh, she went into mama bear mode after the mugger in a black ninja costume. <laughs> with a red cloth around his forehead... Come on. ...interrupted a pleasant walk she was having. She said it felt like it came out of nowhere. He came to my right side where my bag was, but it was looped around my shoulder. He didn't say anything. I still held my bag in my possession, and I kicked him. I just started kicking and kicking. The self-defense courses I've taken took over. So she managed to fight him off. Excellent. Which is wonderful. All right, we'll do one more story. Uh, let's go with this. Uh, for the first time... The province of Nova Scotia is proposing to poison an entire lake to kill off an invasive species. Oof. It's a last resort to stop the spread of smallmouth bass from a headwater lake that flows into the St. Mary's River system, which is home to trout and surviving Atlantic salmon population. So they're going to reset the whole thing? I guess. My dad would have a heart attack, man. He loves smallmouth bass fishing. You should just send him over there Yeah. If a problem. <laughs> uh, the, according to the... Um, resource management at uh, the fisheries. Uh, He said, we wanted to eradicate the system from this lake to ensure the integrity of the St. Mary's River watershed is left intact. So uh, since the illegally introduced bass were first uh, detected in 2019, biologists have removed hundreds from the lake. The fish were netted, angled, stunned with current from an electrofishing boat even starved of oxygen when a pump lowered water levels last fall ahead of the
3: winter freeze, yet still they managed to survive each time. So we assume that when you, you, you bomb the lake with that poison, you're going to kill everything in that lake, right? Well, they're drastic.
0: That means pumping around 35 liters of the pesticide uh, retinon into the shallow lake. In addition to illegally introduced smallmouth bass, it also contains contains native yellow perch, brown bullhead catfish, shiners, and minnows. The pesticide is taken up through the gills on targeted fish. Uh, they said, for the most part, the other organisms aren't affected. Uh, the concentrations of retinone will be used in this lake are very, very small. Yeah, it's going to kill all the fish. Yeah. But they got plenty of others in the general area, and they can, right. they can restock it. But I would never heard of poisoning an entire lake to get rid of one particular species, but they don't want it to spread across the you know yeah. the region and country, possibly. All right, and that's what I have for you in the bizarre file this morning. Uh, let's do the lesson question prize. Oh. Kathy
2: no, not
7: lesson
0: question. secret text secret text word, text word prize. Yeah. yeah. Good morning, it.
2: Good morning it. <laughs> what
0: is our number caller, Kathy?
2: Nineteen.
0: All right, caller nineteen two one five two six three wmmr Let's see if you know the secret text word. We'll find out when we get back.
6: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Uh, We still have some stuff to give away before calling it a day. And one of those things we're going to do, one of those things we're going to give away, actually, is a secret text word right now. And I think we're going to go to our designated caller, which is number 19. It happens to be Vince. So let me get him on the line. Vince, good morning, sir.
6: Hey, good morning, It. Uh, <laughs> there it, is.
0: it has begun, and there <laughs> we go. Uh, Vince, what is our what's our secret text word? The secret text word is drumstick. Drumstick, yes. <laughs> you got it. Hang on, Vince. For you, a digital download of the gripping crime thriller "Most Wanted," starring Antoine Oliver Pilium. Uh, Jim Gaffigan and Josh Hartnett. And it's inspired by a true story. An investigative journalist fights to expose the twisted truth behind a heroin bust orchestrated by dirty cops to frame an innocent man. Own it today on digital and Blu-ray from Paramount Pictures. Rated R. All right. uh, Today's lesson question. We are going to ask that. And let's see. We are going to give away for a prize. uh, WWE 2K Battleground. And let's see if we can do. Wow, that'll be a tough one, but I, we'll try this out. A man was arrested after a returning stolen truck because he needed to get to the Coliseum to get on a flight with alien diplomats. When are the aliens leaving? In two what? Let's see if you know that. All right, and do your best. Okay, two one five two six three WMMI. The aliens are leaving in two what? Let's see if you know the answer. Call in now. And while
1: you're doing that, we're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. This morning, Trash
0: is brought to you by autopartsexpert.com for hard-to-find brand-name parts in stock and in our area. You can order your parts and pick them up in about 30 minutes, Auto parts Expert. Dot com. What's going on this morning, Steve?
3: Well, after divorcing Brandon Blackstock, Kelly Clarkson is now being sued by a management company run by her ex-father-in-law, Narvel Blackstock. Narvel told reporters that he was always jealous of his son's relationship with Clarkson and figured this would be the closest he would get to effing her. <laughs> Oscar winner Barry Jenkins, set to direct a follow-up to the 2019 blockbuster The Lion King, Jenkins says the new movie will answer all of the questions you never had.
8: Yeah, oh and my finally,
3: God. we haven't heard much from rapper Lil Yachty, but last week he was arrested for driving more than 160 miles per hour down an interstate highway in Atlanta. Yachty attempted to explain his speed, saying his new job insists that the pizza gets there in 30 minutes or less. Uh. That's your holiday track.
0: All righty, let's see if uh, somebody knows the answer to the question, the aliens have to leave in two what? I'm going to go to Steven. Hi, Steven, good morning. Good morning, It. All right. <laughs> there it is. Two. Damn it. Steven, how many uh, the aliens have to leave in two what?
4: I'm probably going to say, wrong, like, 2 ku coo-cocks or kook coops
0: <laughs> You were listening. Quancox. Yeah. yeah you got it. <laughs> somebody said lack nuts. There's a few other ones. So, But you were listening, obviously. So, Steve, hang on. We'll get your information. We're going to give you a, a copy of WWE 2K Battlegrounds. You can take your favorite WWE superstars and legends into battle with Unhinged, in-your-face pandemonium, or create, customize, and edit your own characters. You can get it now on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Steam, and Stadia. And it's rated T for T.
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Yeah! All right, just a couple things. Uh, I'm going to reiterate some information. You know what? Actually, I'll start with a couple of uh, celebrity deaths. While technically not in the rock realm, a little bit um, with uh, one of them. But uh, singer Helen Reddy passed away. Uh, Yeah, she was 78 years old. She had some huge hit records. This was a chart topper. Uh, She had two other number ones, by the way. So this is I Am Woman. But also Delta Dawn from 1973. And 1974's Angie Baby. So she had three years in a row where she had number one hits. And
3: she was also nominated, I think, for an Oscar. Might have won for the song for Pete's Dragon. Uh, oh, really? Yes. For an Oscar? Yes. Get out
0: of here. Wow. Uh, that's cool. So she, um, yeah, in 19, uh, 2017, she was diagnosed with uh, dementia. it's ah, horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah. So, but uh, officially her uh, family has come out and said that she was a wonderful grandmother Truly formidable woman. Our hearts are broken, and we take comfort in knowing that her voice uh, will live on forever. And there was a biopic made about her that's out. Um, and also passed away uh, was um, Mac Davis, singer-songwriter Mac Davis.
8: Uh, Steve and I, I have,
0: have mentioned him yeah. from time to time because it was in the 1970s that, uh, that he had his heyday. And, in fact, he yeah, had kind of like a
3: tight fro. That was his...
0: Right, his quaff. Yeah, exactly. So this was probably, this is his biggest hit. I think this is the number one song.
3: Do we have do we have In the Ghetto? No. Ah, such a so great song. So he
0: wrote for Elvis, he wrote uh, In the Ghetto, uh, Don't Cry Daddy, Memories and A Little Less Conversation. Yeah, this is which a big hit. So. Little Less Conversation a great song. A Little Less Conversation. more action uh and so not look at me i'm a wave did he not not only did he have a baby get uh don't get hooked on me as a uh number one song uh in 1974 or no i'm sorry 72 uh but he also had uh stop and smell the roses that's right man i remember that one one hell of a woman and rock and roll i gave you the best years of my life Uh, He was inducted into the songwriters hall of fame In 2000. So he was also uh, 78 years old. So a couple of passings in the world of music. Sad. Yeah. Uh, All signs are pointing to ACDC's first album in six years being named Power Up or PWR Up. Uh, Enemy reported that uh, only the day after spotlighting and blinking neon thunderbolt on the band's social media platforms, the new Power Up uh, declaration has popped up in a few U.K. newspapers and uniquely on a poster located out Sydney, Australia's Ashfield Boys High School, where Angus Young spent his teenage years. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's cool that they uh, uh, they kind of promoted it that way. So power up. We'll be looking for that sometime sports in the future. Yeah, sports up. <laughs> uh, dates for the Bonaroo Music and Arts Festival 2021 have changed for a second time after being canceled this summer due to the pandemic. While originally scheduled for June, the festival will now take place uh, September 2nd through the 5th in Manchester, Tennessee. Uh, While the lineup has yet to be announced, the Bonnaroo website offers details on ticket purchases and refunds. And those who already have tickets can use them for the new dates. And then one last thing, uh, Bruce Springsteen sat down for a long chat with AARP, the magazine, In advance of his upcoming album, Letter to You, uh, set for release on October 23rd, the new collection is his first to feature the E Street Band since 2014. and marks his first new rock-based music of the new decade. Bruce revealed uh, he was unsure whether the type of songs he needed for the E Street Band would find their way to him. He said, I hadn't written rock music for the E Street Band in about seven years. And I was thinking, well, maybe I don't have any more rock music in me. He said, you never really know. It's a part of the anxiety and a mystery of the job that I do, which is a magic trick because you take something out of the air that isn't there. Uh, There is no existence whatsoever, and you make it physical, literally. Uh, You can go for long periods without picking up anything significant, or you just pick up different things. He went on to explain what it's like when the music comes to him. He says that it's like you're in a mine and one vein has gone dry, so you tap another one, a pop vein or folk vein, And so you just start working there, and you discover a whole new rich vein of gold that you can draw from.
3: By the way, I can jump off to
0: high dive. (laughs) Uh, He said, it's not rock and roll. It's just something else. Because I am primarily rock and roll musician when I'm operating sort of at my peak. In other words, in front of my largest audience with my favorite band, I like to every once in a while come up with some rock songs, he said.
4: Yeah, I mean, listen, um, my... I, I love music. I just like why I work in radio and writing a song is really, really difficult, like, even for people that have talent. And Steve, like I watch American Idol, and as a result, I follow some of the American Idol contestants on right. Instagram. They can't write a song. That's you, it. And that's like, and and oh, that's great. You can sing. You have an amazing voice. But to actually be able, like he's saying, to Dress, take, yeah. take something out of thin air mm-hmm. and and create it, it's it's very very
0: difficult. Yeah, that's that's why the great songwriters are it's, it's something else. Like be Mac to, Davis to be able to uh, to speak to a large group of people and have people identify uh, with whatever it is you created. It's it's a hell of a talent. So and of course Bruce is
3: one of the best. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and also. MMR's Rocktober Madness starts tomorrow. 64 bands split into four hand-picked regions, and those regions are identified by us, the staff of WMMR. You have Pierre Pancake, Preston Steve, Jackson Sarah, and Jackie Brent. So it's tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. with Pierre, then 3.30 and 5.30 with Jackson. Your vote for your favorites to move up via the MMR app and WMMR.com and one band will be crowned October Madness champion on October twenty third, and is sponsored by
3: Horizon Services. Yeah, and the have, uh, the video's up, is it not of the selection process? It is. Yeah, at,
4: uh, WMMR.com, dot You can see the whole selection process. And, and Preston Steve, I, I thought you guys did a great job um, planning out your your picks. I think you guys have the strongest bracket. I think you know as far as um, strategy was concerned, I think you guys had the strongest strategy strategy. Yeah. But I do have a question. Because sure. I wasn't aware of this until um afterwards, but I didn't know that your sixteen picks are going against each other, and then it's, I didn't know that either, yeah, yeah, I
0: that, that have changed our strategy, well, yeah, because Maybe. you would
4: know that you know pick one one against pick sixteen and pick two against fifteen, and you like know, pick one, pick a stinker, pick another one, pick a
0: stinker, yeah,
4: well, you know
0: <laughs> we you, picked all good stuff yeah. you did.
4: You kind of, and so that would have changed my strategy altogether as well, just to make sure that, okay, th- these are the two bands that would that I would want to face off against each other to make it to the final four. There
3: were a few that were robbed from us. We went by seniority, meaning who was at MMR longer. So is Pierre, uh, selected first, and then Jackson, and then we went. And then Jackie and Brent. And, right, and so, um, like, for example... There's no universe in which Rush should not have made our cut, but um, but we went, you know,
0: yeah. we were we, we didn't pick them first. We we, we were waiting yeah. a little bit because we, you know, we wanted to get your your Zeppelins in there. We wanted to get your Guns and Roses because we think they have a chance
3: to win it. That's and, pretty much it. Yeah. So
0: uh, so we didn't get the Beatles either, man. So yeah. um,
3: we threw in some. We'll uh, we just dig them and we want them in there. Yeah. But
0: like for instance, like Jackie
4: and Brent, like I really do feel like their 16 seed has a really really good opportunity. To beat their number one seed, I think Godsmack has a real chance to beat Tool. Mo, it's possible.
0: Man. It's possible. We'll see. Uh, and it's up to you, uh, dear friend. Remember us, yes, yeah. in the Steve Show <laughs> when you're doing the voting. So it starts uh, tomorrow uh, with Pierre Robert at eleven thirty. All right, that's it. Music news. We're going to take a break, but not before I give away the last twenty five dollar gift card from JT Brewskis, this is in conjunction with the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday Night home gate Kickoff. You guys got to have the macaroni and cheese if you haven't. Oh, that.
3: really? It's I I saw it in there. Fantastic.
0: It's loaded mac and cheese, so it's got bacon in it. We <laughs> like bacon. Uh, you can visit the contest page, WMMR.com. You can enter to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve Show. And uh, don't forget, they uh, will deliver everything you need for a kickoff at your at-home football weekend in style, like a case of Bud Light Platinum. It's WMMR Bud Light Platinum Seltzer pint glasses and a gift card to a local restaurant like J.T. Bruski's, home to Delco's best award-winning food. It's a great place. Uh, Saint played our last gig at JT Brewski's Pub.
3: And, you know, I'm pushing for some sort of plaque or commemorative statue or, like, yeah, Excalibur-like stone. Or we could put our footprints out. Something
0: from, like something that. that. in yeah. concrete. You know what? Or, put
3: you your know. hands in the mac and cheese. Yeah, could do <laughs> yeah. that.
0: And the food is great. They, they serve gigantic portions of food there, so I did have dinner while I was there. It was great. All right, so anyhow, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment and get ready to wrap the whole thing up. Stay with us. Up the
9: WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com, everything that rocks.
0: The day shouldn't be that tough. Beautiful weather today, 71 degrees. Sunny skies for the rest of the day. We had some rain earlier this morning. We have sunshine tomorrow, 73. Uh, and then we cool off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's really going to be a fall weekend as I'm not seeing any rain in the forecast, but the temperature's high around, you know, 65, 66 degrees. So. Fall activities. I mean, not perfect for fall activities. <laughs> of course. If you have not done your fall activities list yet, uh, there's still some stuff to be had. And that's at uh, WMMR.com. I'm looking for the jingle, Casey. I don't know where that is. Oh, no, it's right here. Have that okay? Fall
8: activities.
2: <laughs>
0: Thank you very much. There I it think, is. Uh, Kath, we're
5: going to do the Mums in Lancaster County this weekend.
2: Oh, yeah. Sure. For part
5: of? Yeah, one of the things that you recommended. And uh, so there's a bunch of different places out there on the list and uh, some fall decorations out front. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah,
2: you can literally just... Drive, and, and you'll see the farms and the greenhouses. I can just take them As, off their lawns and
5: stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no,
2: but, I mean, you see them. They're, they're all over the okay. place. You'll, you'll hit, like, ten of them on one road.
4: Dude, the mum hill at Ots is amazing. I drove past
0: Oz yesterday. Oh, uh, is yep. it bloomed? Um, it's blooming. It's getting there. It gets really big.
5: When's the um, optimum week for Hawk Mountain? Uh, now. Actually, now? the last time we talked about it, some people, uh, I thought it might be more in October, but people said now through middle of October. All right. Well, tomorrow's the first day of October. so. All right. uh, but, yeah, the next two weeks is optimum time to see birds of uh, prey. And, uh, yeah, great hike, too. So add Hawk Mountain to
0: Ball activities. Yes. you
3: can head there. The missus and I are going to go do that.
0: Nice. I want to thank Derek Pitts, Chief Astronomer of Franklin. It's Duke hey. big on this morning, and they had their space uh, explorations, the night sky uh, explorations that take place during the first Thursday of every month. Uh, so that would be tomorrow. And uh, you can go to the Franklin Institute's website and sign up there. Just check it out. It's really cool. He's a super nice guy. And Brad Williams, yeah, yeah that's cool. uh, comedian, uh, got in touch about uh potential quote-unquote cure for dwarfism. And he's still searching for the answer because his
3: daughter has dwarfism and he doesn't, you know. Dwarfs. He wants to know what to do. Yeah. He's asking for input.
0: Uh, but he's going to be back in town in April if uh, if plans go accordingly. And uh, maybe we'll see him then, which is cool. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. How do you do today, sir? Good morning, It. Good morning, uh, Yes. It has reached the every shirt. level.
7: I'm surprised the shirt hasn't been created <laughs> before this show was up this morning. Me too. Um, but there it is. Yeah, um, it is. It was a great discussion with Brad, by the way. I really enjoyed that. Thanks. Uh, but, um, you know, and by the way, it's a touch of fall outside. Is yeah. It? I like it. Okay. I like it that. You can't know. <laughs> I like it that, too. <laughs> uh, uh, but you can't know it that because it's, you know, you can't see no, it No, no, our,
3: no. Our windows completely keep what's going on in the world a secret from us. As it should be. Yeah. We don't s-
7: need to know the truth. No. Even though the truth is out there. It's on the other side of the carbuncle. Yeah, Yes. In right. fact, on
3: the windows, if, periodically during the day, the words obey will just pop off. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Shut up and obey. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs>
0: All right. Uh, um, shall we shut up and do the letter of the day? You want to no, do that first? No. Yes. Okay. Yes. No. Yes. Is it a yes go, or no? No. Let's oh. go right ahead. Okay. No. Let's go right ahead. No. Let's or yes. Proceed, let's not. Yes.
1: Okay. Here we go. Kristen and Steve on 933 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right.
0: And the President and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. Oh, as
7: in Operation. All
0: right. Two more letters to go, and then we give away $1,000, courtesy of I Can See Your Voice, on Fox 29. And uh, Wednesday is Ken's Day on Fox, double dose of Dr. Ken on the all-new night of Family Fun, starting with America's number one show, The Masked Singer, followed by I Can See Your Voice, a brand-new show that asks... Can you guess if someone can sing without hearing their voice? I don't know. It all starts at (laughs) 8 tonight, only on Fox 29. Uh, What do we need to know about you today, sir?
7: First, I want to plug Jackson's calendar. Uh, Jackson is in this year's Hunks for Hounds calendar for Philadoptables Adoptables, philadoptables.org. And you can uh, go to his Instagram page and uh, check it out. And he is Mr. March. Yes, he
3: is. Oh, yeah. And the money goes to a great cause, <laughs> great and our cost. own Allison Dunlap,
7: uh, maiden name, uh, is the photographer on that. Oh, really? Okay. There's uh, uh, great shots. I don't know why they didn't ask me to be in it, but that's okay. No, you uh, you wait. They're gonna get to everybody. Okay. Yeah.
2: Hey, oh. you could be in it now.
7: Uh, maybe. You look yeah. good. Uh, I just need a bicep implant. <laughs> My biceps still aren't pumping. up You know what the you need to do? To. Uh, what what
3: I do is I put uh, uh, stakeums. Oh, really? I wrap around my
7: arm. <laughs> oh, okay. And then I use uh, like a, like a cosmetics. Okay. Yeah. Um. And uh, that's good to know. So I just wanted to mention that. And then I wanted to know for sure that our picking of the pods for the um, exactly Emma uh, Barbecue uh, Madness <laughs> is that video's up, right? Yes. Em- it is. Exactly. Okay. That made sense, as that. you said. Yeah. The video that we did yesterday of picking the, the various bands. Yes. Yes, for uh, Rocktober Men. And like you, I didn't know that uh, all the great bands that I picked I, were like most, a lot of my favorite bands. You got
3: robbed. You got, you got, you got, playing it. against each other.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you didn't get the Grateful I know, Dead. I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. <maybe> we'd be <sighs> facing off right. against each other. Right. But it's only the winner of our own bracket. One winner will go up against the other winners from your bracket and. And so on. So I don't know why we're doing it that way, but we're doing it that way. I'll tell you what,
3: we're going to yeah. generate some strong competition, though. We have some good selections in all of our categories. We do. But yeah.
7: my first two are, are, are my, like my two favorite bands, the Rolling Stones against Crosby, Stills, National Young. Wow. You poor so, thing. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, everyone is saying the band, the Eagles, are going to take it all this year. <laughs> we and got they're the They're up you know. against Led Zeppelin, I believe. So <laughs> they're going to crush Zeppelin. There's no question about it. That's our category. Yeah. Yep. Uh, What's up on your show today, dude? Thank you for asking. Uh, We're going to get into a a block of Aerosmith, a workforce block of Smashing Pumpkins. And Monday was the anniversary of the discovery of the great golden state of California. So I thought I would squeeze in a thematic block of great California songs. I love
3: it. You You could could play Ventura Highway. I could. Yeah, yeah.
7: Yes, Um, There are so many great uh, songs that reference the Golden State, so we'll play some of them. Excellent.
0: All right. Uh, Let me thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show. has been brought to you today by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And also brought to you by Acme, markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and last but not least, autopartsexpert.com. Hard to find brand name parts available same day. Uh, Tomorrow on our program, Dateline correspondent Josh Mankiewicz will be joining us. Uh, and we'll also have Chris Hardwick on the show.
3: Yes, a new uh, season of uh, Talking Dead coming up.
0: So a few guests to get to tomorrow, and I'm sure we'll have some stuff to give to you as well. So make sure that you're with us. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Bye bye.
7: The Breston and Steve love you, hate you Live. Hey, Preston and Steve, I wanted to audition for your band and for your CD, so here it goes. Like a good neighbor, <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> Sorry,
6: that hurt my bones and my throat. Next message. Oh, it's gonna be a regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh, yeah. Next message. Stay play replay, Stay play replay. Mother got that stuck in my metal, bay